Hey, Luke. Hey, bro. What is Spider-Man's favorite day of the week? Uh, I don't know. Friday. <laughs> On this episode of Another Digital Citizen, we'll be talking about News of the Week, TV of the Week, Castle Rock Episode 9, 2018 Fall TV Series Premieres, Movies of the Week, Hell in the Cell predictions, and another digital review of Peppermint. This is another digital citizen. This is a podcast meant to encourage logic through stupidity and chaos. A podcast meant to incite discussion between friends, enemies, countries, and religions. This is a podcast for us. For the digital world. Welcome, citizen. Hello, ladies and uh, gentlemen, and welcome to another Digital Citizen episode 153. With me, I have uh, the man, legend, Spider-Man himself, Luke. Hi, Fro. Hi, everybody. You're not supposed to tell Hi. everybody I'm Spider-Man. Oh, shit. Uh, the reason why I told you that fucking stupid spider-man joke is because uh for my birthday my dad got me the new spider-man uh game on playstation oh okay right ah mm-hmm. is this the one that has the easter egg that everybody is like all up in arms about yes okay yes uh what is her name again glenn will you marry me no M- maddie or maggie maddie one of the two. Okay. I don't remember. That's something like that, yeah. Yes, with a Easter egg. Um, I didn't get it because of that, by the way. Well, no. It's it does look like a good... Uh, I, at least the footage I've seen, it It looks like a very clean, fun, kind of open-world game, right? So. Yeah, it is a clean, fun, open-world game. That is exactly what it is. Yeah, so I had my birthday yesterday. That means that it was the something anniversary of 9-11 yesterday. That's right. Everybody posting up uh, things on Facebook and Twitter saying whatever. I saw somebody saying, like, happy 9-11. I don't think you're supposed to say happy 9-11, but I don't think it's, like, a holiday, really. <laughs> but I think people get confused. I don't remember in the 90s. Do you remember when everybody would post up about uh, Oklahoma City? But that, no. that never happened? Okay. Not really. So, Tesla. Did you watch this interview? Uh, I Well, I actually, I watched part of it, but I listened to most of it, like, uh, you know, the audio version of it. Yeah. But I saw I saw parts of, parts of it on, you, on the YouTube feed uh, when it was actually live. But where I was, oh. it, it was happening at, like, 10 o'clock at night or something. 
which is not okay. normal for that podcast. They usually it's usually like midday sometime, um, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of I just happened to be online and saw it, so I watched part of it. But I listened to most of it. Did you? Yes, uh, we're talking about the Joe Rogan podcast, of course, with yeah. uh, uh, the Tesla uh, chief executive Elon Musk on it. And uh, he was uh, uh, filmed smoking marijuana and wielding swords. Uh, that was funny. The wielding swords. Right. Uh, I didn't actually see the part. I did the smoky marijuana part. Um, which, I mean, it became a meme. That's the picture of him. Uh, but at least when I was watching it, it he like took one puff of this... Uh, it wasn't really a joint. It was a blunt, right? Because it was... Right. Yeah. With tobacco and... Tobacco and, yeah. and marijuana together, right? So, uh... Right. It did, I, I didn't... I, at least when I watched it, I was like, oh, this is kind of crazy. Uh, but it's not the first kind of person you wouldn't expect to smoke pot on Joe Rogan's show to smoke pot on Joe Rogan's show, like Alex Jones, for instance. This is like yeah. the last person I would have ever thought to see smoke pot on there, but... So then Elon Musk mm-hmm. does it, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is just like, you know, it's Joe Rogan show. And then, so at, at first I was kind of like, oh, we might mention this on the podcast, but it's not going to be a big deal. The next day, right. holy shit, <laughs> the news is like, the world is ending, he smoked pot, ah! It's so hypocritical. It's It's like, first and foremost, he was in a state where this is... Not illegal. He did not do anything illegal. He didn't need a subscription or anything. Right. So totally legal in California for him to for anybody to uh, smoke pot over eighteen. I think it is right. 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 So I find it. I I don't find it kind of hypocritical. I find it super hypocritical because I'm sure a lot of those that sold their fucking Tesla shares have smoked marijuana. I will... I'll, I'm going to actually bet on that. Uh, yeah, well, there is one other thing. Uh, as far as the shares go, it says shares of the electric car maker tumbled 6% on Friday to $263 uh, with investors on the edge after a tumultuous August, uh, which Musk proposed and then abruptly pulled uh, the plug on a go pri- uh, a deal to go private. Um, as, right. But uh, Chief Accounting Officer Dave Morton also resigned after one month on the job because of dif- discomfort with the attention of the company and the pace of work during that time. So he, uh, Tesla said in a filing f- Friday. So the other reason possibly that it, it could be a combination of things. So one of their main chief accounting officers resigned. Th- just that would cause stocks to go down so it might be a combination of the pot smoking and one of their the head chief uh, officers of the company uh quitting that might also have something to do with it right but uh the argument i saw that people were using online is like oh he's legitimating using drugs he's he's legitimating it's it's like uh the queen smoking marijuana. Like, I, I don't, I don't, like, okay, I really don't understand the big hoopla. There's a lot 
more things with Elon Musk than his smoking weed. There's things about Elon Musk I fucking hate. His pedophile thing about uh, the saving of the children in... Oh, Where right. was it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like ten times... Ten thousand times worse. And and it's like it's like it's it's so incredibly like uh, people were like this is the reason why you sell Apple stocks. Not that he calls one of the biggest heroes Te- Tesla stocks. You said hero. Apple stocks, but yeah. Oh, uh, it's because one stocks. of the stories we're gonna cover later is about Apple. That's why you said it. But right, right, uh, and and it's like like. Why, 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 why the fuck uh, are you, like, being so hypocritical when there's so many other reasons why you should sell your Tesla stocks? Like, okay, the man is insane and uh, also kind of a douchebag. I I talked to uh, a friend of me about this thing. He's also kind of a genius, though. So it's like a give and take, like, uh, he kind of is a douchebag and an asshole, but he's also a genius. And I think sometimes those things just go hand in hand, you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe that's why I'm a douchebag. I'm so fucking smart. (laughs) 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 But, uh, (laughs) that was a joke, by the way. I'm not smart, I'm just a douchebag. Uh, talking about Apple, uh, they are having their uh, live special conference right now. They sh- have showed their new iPhone XS and their new uh, iPhone XS Max without the home button and face uh, recognition. And a new Apple Watch, Apple Watch 4. Yeah. XS, that's like, maybe they didn't realize that they put that, but uh, as far as if it was a t-shirt, small, that would yeah. be extra small. So is it like a really tiny phone, or that was just a... No, it's like X, then S. It's like, it's not together. Okay, I see. It's X, then S. Mm-hmm. And then XS Max. I think that's funny, like, because that could be contributed like extra small and then extra big right exactly <laughs> extra, extra big. <laughs> oh that's funny but yeah no um so that conference is going on right now but that's not news that we were going to cover uh because uh what else happened in apple this week news all right uh Apple Incorporated said on Friday that it had banned from its app store the InfoWars app belonging to a popular conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones, after finding that it violated the company's rules against objectionable content. Uh, The move makes Apple the latest tech company uh, or social media platform to take action against Jones and InfoWars. Uh, The deeply controversial right-wing radio talk show host has suggested... Right, the Sandy Hook Massacre. They can't write an article without bringing that up, but I guess it's just what it is. I know. Uh, Apple said guidelines Jones violated uh, defamation, discrimination, or mean-spirited content, including references or commentary about religion, race, sexual orientation, or gender, 
uh, ethnic origin um, or other targeted groups, particularly if the app is likely to humiliate, intimidate, or place a targeted individual or group in harm's way. Mm. Um, this, as far as this uh, violation, our podcast would definitely violate this. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, reference. It just we says, don't have enough, including references or commentary about religion, race, or sexual orientation, gender. Yeah. Yeah. That would be us. Um. Uh, representatives for Joan could not be immediately reached for comment by Reuters on Thursday. Twitter permanently banned Jones and his website from the platform, as well as Periscope, which is what he was using to like live stream. I believe was Periscope because he didn't have access to and you know youtube anymore uh a video posted thursday to the website joan said in response i was taken down not because we lied but because we tell the truth uh and because we are popular well there's a lot of other podcasts uh i sorry saying podcasts uh other sites that are popular that wouldn't get taken down. Well, this was the app. It was off the Apple App Store. So his website's still up, but I guess we'll get into that in a second. But uh, Twitter took him off, which uh, Twitter had said... There was kind of like the last place that was um, holding out, saying that he hadn't done anything to violate their terms of service. Uh, I guess that happened this week. And then he had the app up on the App Store... And that was the place where people were going to find his stuff, uh, with you know, without having to go to his website. And uh, now that app is gone as well. So, in a way, we're this guy is one step away from literally being banned off the entire internet if they were to get rid of his website. Yes, that is a scary proposition. <laughs> Even though it's Alex Jones or whatever, but just to have. Uh, we're at a point where somebody is about to literally be banned off of the internet. I think this is a mm. something that I don't think has ever happened that, that I know of. Not that I could recall. Well, maybe recall. in China. No. I guess in China they ban things yeah. off the internet, but this China. isn't China. This is the U.S. Yeah, I mean, in China they ban Vina de Pooh because yeah, right, exactly. That's true. Uh, but I mean, he, he hasn't been completely banned off the internet yet he still has a website but as soon as that website goes away uh i don't know do you feel well uh, this is maybe a strange question but do you feel uh, it's because he's so extreme or do you think it's because uh he he's he's so out there. Like I I'm uh, we didn't talk about it last week or was it this week even when you went to uh, that was people this and like so are you talking about it was this week uh, yes Marco Rubio, Rubio thing yeah yeah that was this week yeah. and what he went to talk to him without any appointment and things like that i i don't know if you need i an believe it was a press thing. conference so i think if okay. you're part of the press then you know uh yeah. yes i i'm not 100 percent sure what went down with that all i know is marco ruby was like i don't know who the hell you are guy stop touching me right. don't touch me 
and a lot of people Rock. were like, uh, how does he not know who Alex Jones is? Eh, I can understand. I, uh, if I showed my dad a picture of Alex Jones, I'm sure my dad wouldn't know who it is. Okay, right. But this guy is a politician in America right now in 2018. You'd think he would know who Alex Jones was, mm. but that's fine. Mm. Uh, didn't uh, Bernie Sanders have to be told who he, who he was? That's true. I, I, that, I remember that. He, Bernie was like, right. who is this guy? Yeah, maybe... Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I guess politicians just don't even know who Alex Jones is. I think uh, probably the main reason this happened, at least now, uh, as far as the app goes, is definitely pressure coming from the government. I've seen more of that uh, recently um, as far as them wanting to ban certain things. This week, I didn't put it in our news, but I saw uh, there was a hearing. In, I think it was a Senate hearing, and uh one of these senators said, uh, was talking to uh, Facebook CEO, something like Twitter CEO, so, somebody saying uh, we need to ban WikiLeaks that was, off of Twitter. We need to ban WikiLeaks off of Twitter now as well. Okay. So they're moving in that direction. They just ban everything that doesn't agree with us. You know what I mean? So. Right. Now that that is. That is a problem. Uh, of course it is. You shouldn't ban things just because you don't like it. I I don't I don't like that practice at all, to be honest. But uh, I mean, in a, in a, uh, it's kind of it, I feel like yeah I feel a little like half and half. But we talked about this before. But where where I I kind of feel like it's their right to take him out of that. I don't really. But but then again, I would be pissed if I was Alex Jones. I, do I think it's a it's a shit thing to do? Yeah, I do. But I still think they have the right to control what is on their platform. So. Right, but as soon as they as soon as uh, the government gets involved, like I said last time, then you're nice. dealing with something else. And then what happens for when they actually do kick his just website completely off the internet? It just is gone. Then, right. wh then what? Right. You know? Yeah. That argument that you just made is but, invalid at that point. Uh, I'm not sure, because I'm not sure it's right to have a website either. Do you have a right to have a website? <sighs> Um, uh, that's a good question. I mean, th it, yeah, that's it, it's all questionable. Uh, a lot of people, as far as the Facebook and Twitter thing goes, they they're talking about should we? Their discussion is happening. Should we make Facebook and those kind of things a public utility? Um, right. Because it is, has become kind of like the town square, where people get right. and get together and talk about politics and this and that, uh, which that right. would make it free speech would make free speech uh, applicable. I think a lot of people look at, mm. when they talk about this free speech thing in Alex Jones, they, they're they going with what's in the Constitution, and that's what they're going off of. But free speech is also a concept, not just something written in the Constitution, as far as free speech is a concept that we live with every day. You know what I mean? Uh, right. It's not just right. a law written down on a piece of paper. So, Right. 
And I tend to agree to that. I I actually do. But but uh, again, I I I do think it's I don't. It's kind of it's kind of yeah. I don't think there's the right to have a website. I don't think you have the right to go on Twitter. I don't think you have the right to be on Facebook. I, I think you think... do. I I mean I think it's ju- mm. the same as if you if you were to take. Back in the day, if you were to go down, like I said, to the town square and take your soapbox and stand up on it and, you know, yell at everybody in the town square, mm. it's exactly the same mm. thing as doing a website. But, or a, It's just the website is your soapbox now instead of it being, you know, but non-digital. The, but the difference between that uh, is that nobody owns the town square other than the, the town. The town. Like right. The, yeah. Other than the town, and you are a part of the, that town. I don't think you like if you let's say you had fifty percent. Uh, right, but that, this is what I was saying as far as people wanting to make it a public utility, and then right, yeah. then then it's something completely different. But again, it isn't. It is a privatized company that owns this, so. No. So right, but then as what you're as... saying is you're you're advocating for privatized companies to decide what we can and can't say, and that's even scarier to me. No, I I, I never said this. I never said that. I said that they they have, have the, the right, right to censor anybody they want, right? Yes. yes. Right. Yes. So what yes. you're saying is they have the right to censor anybody and tell uh and they have the right to have said whatever they want to have said. And it's a yeah. corporation doing that. So what we're yeah. doing is we're leaving it up to the corporations to decide what can and can't be said. You know what I mean? Sadly, it is. Yeah, yeah. And in that way, and I, I do, do totally agree with the idea of that it needs to be a public utility because I don't think private companies yes. should have the right to tell uh, Americans what's free speech and what's not. And we got to remember the other thing. Free speech is one thing, but there's also a thing in the Constitution called freedom of press, which is different than right. freedom of speech and is more... Right. Um, leeway than freedom of speech even does because freedom of the press uh, gives you the right to say things that your government doesn't want to hear. You know what I mean? So right, right. But then again, then we could discuss is is uh, Alex Jones news? Is it is he a news organization? Right, exactly. Is is uh, which we did last time. Is, we don't really need to go through right. it all again. But I mean. Right. Then is uh, World News Weekly? Uh, is that is the Sun? Is right. that news? I don't know. Is is the Onion? Yeah. No, like uh, like we we do, we don't uh, we don't really disagree in other ways than I I think it is. Uh, I I sadly think you you are right that if Facebook and Twitter should exist. And I'm saying this, I think it should be uh, given total freedom because uh, it is the modern time uh, soapbox. But uh, I'm not sure uh, people that own stocks in it would be willing to own something like that. (laughs) Sure, um, right. That's the problem. I, I, I don't I don't see I don't see how how you 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 advertise such a place because there's not really any money in it. 
Right, okay. So you're saying they need to answer to their advertisers, and so that's an issue. Right. I mean, okay, let's say isn't Alex it? Jones website isn't it, isn't it a problem? Because I mean I don't th- Alex to me Jones... I don't think it is. Because if it was a public utility, uh advertising it wouldn't be an issue because it would be sustained by governmental funding. Uh as far as that goes. I mean, like you're saying, it's not right now. The question is, should it be? Uh I what I'm saying is this is not as cut and dry as a lot of people think it is. Because once you start getting into the nuance there's too much, um, it can be one thing or another, uh, depending on which side of the argument you're on. Um, right. And so, yeah, there needs so, to be some so kind sh- of decision made uh, on those kind of things. Let me ask you a really specific question. Then. Should people with Facebook stocks sell their stock uh, for the price it is now to the government and then the government should release it as public domain? Is that the government? They they the government doesn't even have to do that. The government has the ability to just say, hey, uh, this has become too powerful public. Uh, of, a, of something in our society and we, this needs to be made into a public utility because uh, if not, uh, it, it's going to leave all these people out. Uh, there, what's a good example? Um, uh, what's a public utility? Uh, like electricity. Electricity is a public utility in America. Uh, okay. So you can't deny somebody uh, electricity except for if they don't, you know, pay their electrical bill, right? So. Well, that is denying people electricity, then. It's not public. It's not 110% public if it's not given to you free, is it? Well, that, that's... Uh, the difference is between a public utility and a social pro- uh, program like uh, the fire... Uh, like firemen. That, that's the difference right. you're, you're making. Like, water is also uh, run by public works, but you have to pay for that as well right. if you're getting it from the city. So... Right. So you don't have a right. You don't really have a right to electricity and water then. You don't, well, you don't have a right, but you do have, uh, the government says they can't deny anybody those things if for, uh, you know, for racial or any of those other reasons. So that's what it would be here right. is like, uh, the argument would be they're banning Alex Jones because of his political views. If this, if Facebook right. and Twitter and these things were a public utility, they could not ban him for his political views. That's the difference. Right. You still have to pay mm-hmm. for your internet to get on Facebook and to have a website and pay your right. uh, hosting fees to your what? It, it, well, I don't know. Maybe Alex Jones has his own server. Who knows? But um, right. Right. actually, he probably does. You know what I mean? I doubt he's yeah, posting his website does. off of somebody else's hosting service. So no, I'm asking you because I, I actually I'm not trying to be 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 uh, uh, smartass, but I I didn't notice. Right. That's that's why. I'm no, no, I'm I'm explain. I'm just trying to explain it. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to that. Uh, that, that's what it's all about as far as making a public utility. It's same as, like, you couldn't kick somebody off because they were a specific race either. You know what I mean? Or right. they just right. didn't, they just disagreed with you. Uh, where now, 
these companies can do that, and they don't even have to explain it, especially with YouTube. They don't even have to tell you why they kicked you off, really. They just say, you broke our guidelines. Mm. What guideline did I break? Oh, we're not going to tell you. Whereas if it was a public you utility, you know, they would have to go to a court and explain to a judge why they're kicking the person off and uh, what, what the reasons were, and the judge would decide if this is a legitimate reason or not. So there are arguments whether... Uh, where it should be a public utility, but also, I I don't know, should the government be involved in these websites? I don't know, is it better to have the government telling you what should be on these websites, or is it better to have a corporation telling you what's on this website? And then I go back to, what, a couple weeks ago when we were talking about it, is there any difference? Because right now the government's going to these websites and telling them what to take off, so I don't know if there really would be any difference at all. Do you remember the cake maker... Uh, that was taken to court because she denied uh, making cakes to a gay couple. Right. Do you remember that? Well, yeah, it just happened uh, like a couple months ago, so... Yes, yes. Uh, uh, I... am... I, I would... I would say I am a free thinker. I, I would say that I... I, <coughs> I think... I think it's their right to deny them to make that cake on religious uh, freedom. That does not make it that I would buy a cake from them. <laughs> Do you see the difference? Like, uh, I, I, I support their, I support their right to deny people to, to, to eat their cake because they are a, a company again that I own. You don't have to like it. You don't even have to shop there. Right. And I would d- demonstrate uh, in front of the store, giving out leaflets, saying, if you're buying here, you're gay-bashing douchebag. Oh, you're, or you're supporting those that. people, right. But here's the difference yeah, right. between that analogy, because what you're saying here is that the cake shop is Facebook or Twitter, right? The right. problem with that is there's tons of cake shops. There's one Facebook. Mm. And you go, oh yeah, what about uh, Google Plus? No, that's not equivalent yes. to Facebook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, bro? If there was yeah, yeah, 20 yeah. Facebooks, I would go, yeah, okay, then they should just go to the other Facebook. But there's not. There's one Facebook. But, but do you think... You don't know this, of course, but do you think Alex Jones has a Google Plus? A Google Plus account? Uh, if he does, he probably was already kicked off. I had a Google yeah. Plus account. I don't. I don't know if it still exists. Uh, probably. <laughs> probably. Anyway, let's move on. But but it it is it is an interesting discussion because for me, for me, for me, there I don't see the big difference between the cake maker and and Facebook. I don't. I really don't. But now. It's my turn to get mad because fucking hell, we had this awful, awful election in Sweden. Uh, and you can ask me why was it an awful, awful uh, election. We will talk a little about that. But uh, I guess, uh, what have you heard about the Swedish election, I should ask you? Well, I mean, beforehand, at least here in America, they're like, the right is coming to destroy Sweden. Yeah, the right is gonna win Sweden over. They're gonna take over Sweden. That was the big thing. Um, yeah, they got seventeen percent, so I can understand that. Is that a lot? I really don't know. 
Seventeen uh, percent well, here in America does not sound like a lot. Seventeen percent. <laughs> well, there there's a lot of other parties, and it's not two parties. That's what I'm saying. It's like six, so for us, uh, seventeen or eighteen yeah. percent sounds very yeah. low. So when I saw that, I went. Yeah. Doesn't seem like they gained that much. It says here. The far-right Swedish Democrats with roots in neo-Nazi movement solidified their position as the third biggest party. Yes. Up almost five points from the previous election. So they're up five points. Yeah. Uh, though they did yes. perform less well than expected and have yet to shake their pariah status. Yeah, because here is my biggest fucking problem with this. I don't especially agree with the Sweden Democrats. <laughs> no, they sound like ter- terrible people. Yes, <laughs> they are. But uh, I, uh, the the party that would be nearest here in Norway is the uh, really, really right party, like uh, the Progress Party that we talked about, that is uh, in our government. Uh, the problem is that uh, during uh, this election campaign, all the parties on all the sides of the government has said, like, we're not even willing to talk to the Swedish Democrats. We are not even willing to, like, care about their, uh, their voters. I, and I think that I- ignorance, and I think that saying... Something like that to 17% of your population is a big fuck you. And I don't especially like this. It is undemocratic in so many fucking ways to just ignore a party. Yes, it had it had its roots in 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 neo Nazism. That's many years ago. They've gone away from that. They right. they taken they taken like stand against it. They thrown part. Uh, they are a legitimate party with legitimate party members. Right. If you're gonna get and mad at is... this, you also need to be mad at uh, NASA and hate NASA because they have their roots in Nazism as well. Right. Uh, um, so so. I don't really, I don't really like, yes, okay, but not talking, not even talking to them, it's the third biggest party, and here's the problem, because they don't understand this, people that doesn't talk to them, this is why Trump won, people that are ignored over time, over a long time, will rebel. And the more people rebel over a long time, that ha- feel like they haven't been seen or haven't uh, been like their voice haven't gone through, they will rebel. So they will even go to the far far left or the far far right. Sure. Because they they they, they feel like their party on on like that's maybe nearest their their heart doesn't have have their interests so okay yes maybe it's a 17 percent and five percent of the people that voted are complete moron racists i don't really care about that but it is the 
third biggest party and you're not even going to talk to them about what they are interested in doing for 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 them it this this was this will build up and build up and build up and build up and one fucking day the sweden democrats will be the biggest party because nobody wanted to talk to them Right, and, and exactly. You're just giving them uh, fuel for the fire to right. like create right. more uh, outrage, Hate. and that's yes. what they're looking to use to uh, promote their party is this outrage. Right. And you're you're giving right. them something to be outraged about. It's kind of like yes. Alex Jones thing. You're kicking them yeah. off in all these things. What you're doing is you're making all these people even angrier and driving people even more there. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah, and it was like it was like like uh, giving seventeen percent of your like uh, the biggest I think the biggest party got like twenty two percent or or something like that. It wasn't that much more, and and then like ignoring seventeen percent of your population and saying like your vote doesn't matter. How fucking angry would I be if if my vote didn't uh, matter in the democratic election where my party is in? Right, and they're kind of making them the underdog as well. If you're the yes. guy who's not yes. even allowed to talk, you're kind of ma- yes. you're making them the underdog, uh, and people want to cheer on the underdog. It's just natural yeah. human. Uh, it's a natural human tendency to want it, want the underdog to win, even if they're evil, right. I guess, in this case. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as far as uh, the coverage here in America, they really made it seem like uh, the Nazis are taking over the world. You know what I mean? That's what right. they, they tried to make it seem like, and it's kind of, I don't think it's that. I mean, even in this article here, far-right p- parties have gained strength in several European countries, including Germany, Italy... Uh, Austria, Italy, France, and and hailed the Sweden democratic results. Uh, and, and, so and, they're trying to make Norway, it seem like this is a running thing that's like... inside our fucking government, Luke. In Norway, we have them inside our government. Yeah, we have, we have them in our government too. Far. party in Norway. Uh, the, the, point I'm try- the point I'm trying to make here is they're yeah. trying to make it seem like the world is being taken over by this... Uh, these not Nazi far right parties, and it's like uh, these are just people like everybody else. They just have different yes. opinions than you. This isn't the same as the the, the 1940s in Germany taking over, uh, but they want it. They want to try to make it seem that way. And I don't think it's that yeah. serious. I think it is. I don't, I don't want these people to be in power in Sweden, but no. I don't think it's the same as the or as crazy as they're trying to make it out to be. They're trying to get, you know, clicks and trying to get views. I understand that, but... Mm. I think it's a bit sensationalized. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm in mm. America, so, you know? It irritates the fuck out of me. That's for sure. Because, because it's, it's, it's like... Like, you know, like... It's like pouring gasoline onto the fire. Like, by ignoring them. And I don't understand, I don't understand, uh, I don't see any reason why you should ignore 17% of your population. They will just get more angry, and then they will do bigger things, and then they will rebel even more. 
Is that what you really want? I don't understand it. Right, Roman Reigns syndrome, exactly. Yeah, Roman Reigns syndrome. Oh, bleh. anyway. So, <laughs> from from one election thing to another election thing. Well, uh, uh, so there was this paper that haven't been talked about at all in Norway. Not on every fucking channel all the time. Right. And I'm guessing. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Have... <laughs> yes. At least up until and, like uh, about Saturday, uh, they kind of it's kind of slowed down. But all last week, it was all anybody was talking about. Yeah. So uh, I'm a part of the resident resistance inside the Trump uh, administration. This is an anonymous uh, essay about uh, how fucking undemocratic your country is right now. Says, I work for the president, but like-minded colleagues and I have vowed to thwart parts of his agenda and his worst inclinations. Uh, mm -hmm. This was, like Fro said, uh, an op-ed essay by an anonymous person who claims to be in the Trump president er, Trump White House. Uh, and they wrote this essay about how they're inside the Trump White House and they're doing everything they can to stop Trump from doing the things that he's doing. Uh, I want to... I want to take one part of it out. Right. The root of the problems uh, problem is the president's amoral amorality. A anyone that works with him knows that he is not moored any uh, 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 first principles that. Uh, guide uh, his decision making. All through we elected uh, as a Republican, the president shows a little uh, affinity for ideals long abused by the com uh, conservatives, free minds, free market, and free people. So, the, the part, uh, it's kind of towards the end all the way down, uh, kind of towards the bottom, but this is the part that made me go, what the hell? Uh, on Russia, for instance, the president was reluctant to, reluctant to expel so many of Mr. Putin's spies as punishment for poisoning the former Russian spy in Britain. Remember that? Right. right. Uh, he complained for weeks to senior staff members, uh, letting him get boxed into a further confrontation with Russia. So what he's saying is he didn't, the president or Trump didn't want to uh, sanction them over this Russian spy in Britain, which we talked a lot about that. And I still don't know if that was a hundred percent ever confirmed that it had anything to do with Russia. Uh, nope. He expressed frustration that the United States continued to impose sanctions on the country for its behavior, but his national security team knew better. Such actions had to be taken to hold Moscow accountable. So they're saying the national security team went above the president and just did it anyways. And then this is the part that's really weird to me. This isn't the work of the so-called deep state. It's the work of the <laughs> steady state. Mm -hmm. Is this person admitting there's a deep state and they just call it something different? Is that what just happened here? Yeah. Uh, given the instability many witnessed, there were early whispers in the cabinet to invoke the 25th Amendment, which would start a complex process of removing the president. 
no one wanted to participate in a constitutional crisis, so we will do whatever we can to steer the administration in the right direction until, one way or another, it's over. I really, really, really hope this is fake. <laughs> fake as, like, it's somebody, not somebody that's actually in the White House. Right, right. And I will tell you one reason. If it is, you have a bigger problem than I thought you had. Because this guy has been elected legally, working against him inside of this. It sounds so undemocratic. Anonymously as well. Like, yeah. it's... See, here's the thing, Fro. Uh, people on the left here in America are cheering this anonymous person on. Like, uh, he's in there. He's taking care of Trump. We got somebody who's got our back. Uh, they're cheering on the deep state, basically. And I'm just sitting there right. thinking, if this person's in this administration, you don't think there were people also <laughs> in the Obama administration doing the exact same thing? Right. You don't right. think that that was the case? Oh, no. It's, 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 it's really... Really, really, really uh, a big problem. It's this just... also is... Uh, I'm I'm reading this and going, oh my gosh, whoever wrote this is just proving Alex Jones right. Uh, all the yeah. things he says about the deep state and like they're controlling the government and they have people in yeah. there trying to thwart what Donald Trump's doing. This thing in New York Times is proving Alex Jones right. Uh, yeah. And like you said, this is terrifying. Like, But there is one good thing that came out of this. We basically have proof there's a deep state now, <laughs> if this is yeah. true. No, but I, I kind of, it's it's kind of strange that I say I hope it's fake, but I, I really do. It is, uh, it is, it, 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 it just does not uh, compel me to, uh, to 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 think that somebody is inside working against uh, the president, I, I I don't like it. Even though it's Donald Trump, right? That's why people are cheering it on. If it was any other president, they would be like, "Oh my gosh, this is terrifying," which it is. Yeah. But they don't seem it to realize terrifying. that this isn't just Trump. I'm sure this has been happening for a long time, and I guarantee you that people there were people in the Obama administration thwarting what he was trying to do just the same way that uh, they're doing to Trump. But they, those people that are thwarting, they have their own alternative, uh, uh, ulterior motives. I mean, so you got to right. question what are those people's motives? You know what I mean? Right. Hey, it's never too early with Eurovision news. I already know who's going to write. It's always too early to about Eurovision news. This is pretty big uh, story. Like. I questioned for a minute whether I should put this on our news, but then it, I was like, okay, this is actually a pretty big deal. Yeah, I had it on my list of, of things that I wanted to talk, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that we're going to talk about it. Okay. Because uh, this is uh, a letter. Uh, this was actually an article written by uh, him in The Guardian. So he actually wrote uh, nice. this in The Guardian. This is a uh, article... Uh, Penned by, um, why can I not remember his name? Roger Waters, not Roger the director, Waters, yeah. but the musician. Right. 
Uh, we are the undersigned uh, artists from Europe and beyond support and heartfelt appeal from Palestinian artists. Both <laughs> of Eurovision Song Contest 2019, hosted by Israel. Until Palestinians can uh, enjoy freedom, justice, and equal rights, there should be no business as usual uh, with the state that is denying them their basic rights. On 14th of May, the day after the Israel Eurovision win, the Israeli army killed 62 unarmed Palestinians in Gaza, including six children, injured hundreds uh, with life in animation. Amnesty International has condemned Israel's shot to kill or main uh, kill uh, policy and Human Rights Watch described the killings as uh, unlawful and calculated. Eurovision 19 should be boycotted if it's hosted by Israel while it continues its grave dedicated old violations of Palestinian human rights. When the standard Europe, uh, European Broadcast Union is demanding that Israel finds a non-decisive uh, location of the 2019 Eurovision. It should cancel Israel's hosting of the contest altogether and move it to another country with a better human rights record. Uh, injustice divides while the pursuit of dignity and human rights unify. Unites. Unites. Human rights unites. unites. Right. Um, and then we have a list of all the artists who signed off on this uh, boycott. And I, I'm... I'll just go through this, the countries, because there's, like, what? Got to be a hun- over 100 here? Yeah, uh, can, can I just just find it a little funny that Helmut Lotte is one of those that I've signed here? Uh, I don't know who that is. Know. <laughs> From Belgium? Who's yes. He's Should the I know who that is? In, he's the worst singer in the world. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. Australia's got about 10 people. Belgium's got about 20 people. Uh, Canada has one. Uh, Denmark has about 20 people. Finland, maybe about 15. France has about 10 people. Uh, maybe 20 people. Iceland. Ireland, uh, has about 10 people. Israel actually has about five people. Italy has about 10 people. Norway has about five or 10 people. Portugal... Uh, Slovenia, Spanish state, so I guess that's Spain, is my guess? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, has a bunch of people, Sweden, Switzerland, UK, has a whole bunch of people, and the down at the bottom, two from the US, which I thought was weird because this is about the Eurovision Song Contest, but yes. uh, you see the very last person, Fro? Yes. You know who that is? No. It's maybe Fume K from Arrested Development. Oh. Yep. Oh. Allah Sava. Shakat. Shakat? Allah Shakat? Yeah. Something like that. Where were all these people when it was hosted in, and I'm trying really to think, uh, Cossacks? Not Kazakhstan. The Ukraine? Uh, Two years ago would have been a good example, yeah. probably. Yeah. Ukraine and it's being hosted in Russia. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there were boycotts or, or at least talks of that at the time. I don't remember. 
But I mean, this is just no, what's happening now. So, uh, it wasn't okay. Nobody, yeah. I wasn't following it close <laughs> enough. I mean, I've only been following this. I mean, the truth is, now that I think about Eurovision, <laughs> like I've been following it since we were doing Let's Talk. Then, so I know a lot yeah. more than about Eurovision than I used to, uh, just because of these podcasts. <laughs> A Eurovision fight you? <laughs> kind, I mean, yeah, in a way. I see this story as becoming a lot bigger, though, as we get closer to the Eurovision, uh, as yeah. far as the Israel thing and everything, and I definitely see some people being called anti-Semites at some point for this, so we'll see what happens. Uh, I don't think they are, but it's also a silly song contest, so it's it's kind of like I... I agree, but... <laughs> when I first saw this, uh, or yeah. actually we kind of talked about it uh, when it initially happened. I said, when when Israel initially won and we were actually covering Eurovision, I said, I don't know, Correct. I see, a, a, I can see people, certain countries in Europe being upset at this whole Israel thing just because of, um, their, like I said, their human rights violations and stuff. At the time I mm. said that, but when I was think, I was thinking more of it being like, some Eastern European, small Eastern European countries, you know, being mad. But this is like France and all these giant countries and very well-known right. artists and stuff like that. So, I mean, Roger, right. once you have Roger Waters backing you, uh, you know, people are paying attention at that point. So, hey, there's no place like home. I heard in the movie, it was the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie Garland's stolen ruby slippers from that movie is found now 13 years after they've been stolen. It says here, uh, according to U.S. authorities, they were taken in Min from a Minnesota museum in 2005 when somebody broke in through a window late at night. Uh, three other pairs of ruby slippers worn by her in the 1939 film are known to exist. Uh, and an anon anonymous donor once offered a million dollar reward for the stolen pair oh the stolen pair's whereabouts and the thief's name however the reward expired on the 10th anniversary of the robbery uh it is unknown if the shoe's recovery is related to any tip-offs in a pre press conference uh -huh. tuesday afternoon no specific details were given about how about where they were found or how hmm. <laughs> tip-off get it puns shoe puns kind, kind of a shoe pun yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, did you know it's the shoe is covered about two thousand three hundred sequins. That is a lot of diamonds. It says the slippers are offered uh, are said to be among the most valued props in movie history. Uh, the pair was insured for a million dollars, but experts say they could be worth two times that now. So right. Oh. Interesting a stuff. documentary, yeah, a documentary about the theft was even made in 2015 uh, called Who Stole the Ruby Slippers? I didn't know that. A fourth pair is owned by a private collector who bought them in from, oh, from a Tennessee school teacher who won them in the 1940s competition. Oh, that... Wow. wow, I wonder how much he got for it, though. They didn't really deserve <laughs> yeah. it. Hmm. Uh, actress Debbie Reynolds was also once given the rubber slippers from the movie 
but uh, these are used screen tests and were never worn by Garland. They were sold for half a million. At the yeah, and they were never even in the movie, so yeah, they were yeah. just e- extras. Uh. And never used by her either. Million dollar shoes. I-, I thought this was an interesting story, and it has to do with movies. We talk about movies, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is no place like home. Aha! Aha! I got to see it, say it twice now. So, <laughs> I found this uh, case thing here from um, a Connecticut woman that, uh, yeah, that uh, was going to light the candle. But what happened? Look. Connecticut woman was seriously hurt after lighting a stick of dynamite she thought was a candle. Uh, the family planned a visit to Home Depot to buy emergency lighting after a thunderstorm knocked out the power in the home. Uh, the family later recalled they had purchased their house two years ago. The previous owners left what they thought were candles in the basement. Uh, yeah. It was actually a quarter stick of dynamite. The victim, a 30-year-old 30 woman, suffered severe Aww. injuries to her hands and could lose some fingers. Aww. Uh she also in- suffered injuries to her face. The husband and ch- uh, two children, ages 2 and 11, were not injured. So at least the kids were okay. But this is right out of, um, I don't know, a Bugs Bunny cartoon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are those candles yeah. called? I don't know. I think they're French. Uh, Dinamite? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, I shouldn't laugh, but... <laughs> I mean, I, oh, yeah, I feel bad for the lady, but it is very funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's very Bugs Bunny, like I said. So, what are we going to watch this week? Uh, Trump rally kind of... I would, I, would you call it a viral video, I guess? I don't know. I don't think you're allowed... I don't think viral video is a thing anybody says anymore, but this kind of uh, was know. all over the place. Um, Trump rally in Montana... And uh, I think some people kind of got in and were right behind him as he's doing his speech. Uh, And I don't think they were actually Trump supporters. So let's go ahead and watch it. I have never seen this, so I'm looking forward to this. All right. In three, two, one, go. It's hard and harder to win. Okay, you see they circled the guy right there? Yep. <laughs> He's looking at him like, what? She forgot that. She forgot to go to a couple of very important states. Our country's thriving. Jobs are booming. Prosperity. <laughs> He's laughing at him. Now we have this lady over here, and she's picking her nose with the American flag. Mm. Oh, she's doing it again. Okay, and now you see this lady here, from coming in from the left. Uh, talking to the guy in the plaid shirt, and the plaid shirt guy's gone. Child predators. And another lady comes in from the left. So, and these people are now leaving. Are they told to go? (laughs) Yes, clearly, they were told, hey, stop. You guys don't look happy enough or something, so they put in these, like, what I assume are two actresses. They look yeah. like actresses. Like, they got them right off of a, uh, a casting call on Craigslist or something. And they're like, 
uh, we need two uh, fairly attractive, normal-looking white girls that will clap <laughs> behind Donald Trump. That's what it looks like to me. Wow. But there were interviews with Plaid Shirt Guy, if you want to go check it out. He was just kind of like, I didn't know what the hell was going on. <laughs> maybe maybe he smoked a little with uh, Elon Musk. Oh, maybe. Yeah, him, Plaid mm-hmm. Shirt Kid, and uh, Elon Musk, and Joe, Joe Rogan. Yep. Yeah, maybe. So, what is uh, Tron going to tell the truth about? Making the debate. This is Trump where Trump tells the truth. This is the three or third or the fourth time I tried to read in this segment because it's difficult. A few days ago, there were an election in Sweden. Yes, Sweden, the home of social democracy. And a far-right uh, populist party one called the Swedish Democrat. That party has the roots in racism. And I, when I mean racism, I mean the Nazi kind. As you know, Swedish war history is very strange and it never took a big battle with with those issues after the war. But that's another story. The problem with, well, we can always ask what happened. It's not about people don't want welfare model in Sweden anymore. They don't want universal health care, universal uh, education or something like that. But no, it's about fair. And what is fair now is immigration. As we know, Sweden have been taking more and more immigrants than any other country in Europe. That's the truth. And that's very, very good. Because a lot of people who flew wars need a safe rescue. But they haven't all dealt with the problems and some of the, I mean, issues that concerns. A lot of people ask questions. But in Sweden, that debate has been impossible to take. In Norway, we have that debate. And it's very good, a very good debate indeed. And every people from the left to the right are on it. The right-wing populists in Norway have not risen for many years because they have been stopped, because we are not afraid to take the debate anymore. Sweden have not taken the debate. And that's something, when people are afraid and ask, say silly things or come with silly solutions and so on, maybe try to listen to them. Try to have an adult debate with them. I was uh, handing up flyers one day uh, for an organization I met, and there were a guy there, man there, who was definitely afraid of immigrants. So I spent two hours with him, just talking. I let him come up with his worries, his fears, and so on. And we found some middle ground at the end. And he come out said, "I don't know that I don't always agree with you, but you opened my mind." That's take time, and that's the time we. I know the time is short, but that's the way we have to do it. Because now, it doesn't work. We can call people racist and, and they have, they're just afraid or stupid and so on. But if you don't turn them around, it's all a waste of time anyway. It was Trump with Trump tells the truth. That was uh, Trump telling the truth. What did you think about that, Luke? Uh, yeah, I think it's a good... Uh, I think it, it is important that we kind of... Uh, talk with the people we disagree with to kind of figure out why we disagree. I think that's what we were talking about in the Sweden thing, which I think uh, is what uh, Trump was talking about. But it also reminds me of Ian, the Trump supporter episode, where we sat down with the Trump supporter to try to figure, like, pick out his brain to really kind of figure out what he uh, was thinking, you know what I mean? I think that's important, and I think we're kind of losing it a little bit in this day and age. Uh, It's just 
rational discussion, I guess. You know what I mean? Oh, no, rational discussion. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Not rational discussion. Right. No. <laughs> we got a Facebook page if anybody wants to go there. Uh, if you're not um, currently... Uh, if you are currently using social media, I guess, unlike Fro. Uh, uh, Facebook's been kind of interesting. Fro completely missed all the memes from the Colin Kirkpatrick thing. I can never say the guy's last name. A lot of interesting memes this week, Fro, uh, from this Nike ad uh, from the guy, the American football player who was kneeling uh, during the national anthem. Nike uh, gave the guy a bunch of money, and there was a bunch of memes uh, on Facebook and other places. But go to our Facebook if you want to check out random shit. I don't think I posted any of those on there, but. Maybe you can post it. There's hundreds of them, but if anybody has any good uh, Kirkpatrick memes, post them on our Facebook page. We have an email address as well. What is that email address? Another digital citizen at gmail.com. No emails this week, but somebody send an email or whatever. Just Or just post on our Facebook page and we'll talk about it from there. So. TV! Uh, let's talk about Big Brother first. We both watched the final of Big Brother's uh, Celebrity Edition. A British version, I should say, because, yeah. Right. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother UK. Uh, Ryan won, who was the guy that last week we talked about um, uh, was accused of hitting this girl in the house. Uh, He would definitely... I mean, we, we talked about it last won. week, but he was—it was proven wrong, and then <laughs> right. he was very much thought of as like uh, the guy who got wronged in this situation. Mm-hmm. And the British public saw it that way, and they voted for him to win. I'm, I was really not surprised he won, to be honest. <laughs> Me either. Uh, uh, Kirsty Alley came as number two. That was fun. I did not think she deserved number two. She was l- maybe two? one of the least entertaining people in the house. To me, yeah. maybe, um, I don't know, maybe it's just me, uh, but there were a lot more entertaining people. She seemed to just kind of sit around and and that was it. Hardip. Yeah, Hardip went out before this weekend. I was a little... Before the final. I was really right. Yeah, I was really surprised that he went before Sally, that I fucking hate. Oh. I, yeah, right. I was really surprised by that, but I guess she has, like, a really big following in the UK. I was a bit I surprised. Did. I didn't realize how big yeah. of a following she actually has, but okay. Oh, uh, I mean, maybe it's because of her psychic powers. I mean, <laughs> Right, she just sent out so psychic. psychic energy to make people vote for her, right? Yeah. We didn't talk about that task. Let's make a little fun of her. So she was going to uh, get letters for everybody uh, inside uh, the Big Brother house. Uh, and Big Brother sent her to uh, a room with, uh, like, uh, uh, not who wants to be a millionaire. Deal or no deal? There you Suitcase. go. Kind of like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, with three of them being excess. And rest of them being letters. Right? Letters for the housemate, housemates, right? 
Yes, including herself. Right, so she has to guess what's in the boxes. And remind you, this lady is a psychic. That's what her job is. Right. And the first (laughs) first one she picks is an axe. (laughs) And then she picks a second one, and she decides, like an idiot, to go for a third one, even though if she picks a third X, she's going to lose. And she picks a third X and loses. And loses everybody's letters. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but Big Brother is nice and gives them letters anyway, so I don't, I didn't really understand why. But you think she would lose a little bit of credibility as a psychic, and she can't guess what's no. in the box? But I guess no. she was kind of like, that's not how it works, whatever. But <laughs> what else did he watch this week? Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia is back, season thirteen, episode one was this week. I guess uh, another episode tonight. Um. I really like this episode. Still very fun. Uh, so funny. It was all the way last week, like a full week ago, so it's a little hard to remember exactly what was it. But I just remember having a lot of fun with it, and it felt just just like the original. Oh, except for Mac is like a, is giant now in this season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly been working out a lot, and they're making a point of that. I think it's very, that whole thing is very funny. Yeah. What do you think of, think of this episode, Fro? Uh, no, I really, really liked it. I, I, I love how they make fun of the premise of the show in the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I like when they do things like that. Uh, other than that, uh, I watched the second season, uh, episode of Kidding. Do you watch this? Oh, yeah. What did Still you think this week? Yeah, you gave it a five point something last week, and I was a little disappointed that you didn't like it as much as I did. Maybe you gave it a six. I don't remember. I think it was like a. I think I gave it a six or a six point five or something like that. I, uh, I can go back and look right. actually. Um, I it's still kind of I don't know something about it does just doesn't. Uh, oh, I gave it a seven. Is what I'm seeing here, oh. but I don't know. Um. I think I probably was a 6.5 is what I said, but uh, it it just, there's something really weird and creepy about it, but I guess that's what it's like that, that weird creepiness is kind of supposed to be what the show is. So I get it, but at the same time, I don't know. I, I, there's something about it that makes me go, who did they make this TV show for? Who is the target audience? I don't, I don't know. Right. And it's the same director as made Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. Okay. So uh, it's his first TV show. Uh, We watched uh, Castle Rock. We will talk about that later. Uh, Did you watch the second episode of Mayan MC? No, I haven't watched it yet. It just happened yesterday, so. Yeah. Uh... I am two episodes and out. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. This, I, I, it's it's sad. I have it a feeling is, I'm going to be the same. I mean, I've built yeah. so much other shit to watch right now. I don't think I need just the ran this the show in my life. Yeah. But it, it is. I feel it's it's really sad. I, I really think it's a sad thing to say that. Uh, I I didn't like that show because I had pretty high expectations for that. Oh. Search episode two. Did you watch that? What episode two? Uh, Perch the Perch. Oh no, I didn't. Last night I didn't see any TV. I was busy watching movie. 
last night. Okay. So, uh, I like that though. Uh, that I re- I still like. Uh, I I find it interesting, and uh, uh, the acting is is still not uh, super superb, but the storyline is interesting enough to keep watching it. So I'm I'm going actually continue watching that. Yeah. Okay. I I have one thing that I'm pretty sure that you didn't watch. Uh, you first episode of. The- that did you watch it? No, uh, I've I've heard about it, but I remember reading the description and thinking it wasn't something I was gonna like. So wh- tell us what it was about. <laughs> uh, this is uh, a filmation uh, TV show uh, based on the books of Caroline Katniss, uh, best friend Caroline Katniss. Uh, her first book, You. Um, this is fucking amazing. Uh, it's uh, about this stalker that's stalking this girl uh, and trying to get into her life and yeah does a lot of creepy things uh, to to get into her life it is one of the best uh, first episodes I've seen this year so happy okay yeah did you watch anything else this week? Uh, yeah. Before I go into one, the last kind of thing, uh, new show I watched. There was a news story as far as TV goes. Uh, CBS. Uh, this week the CEO got fired for sexual harassment. Did you hear about this? Oh yeah, I saw. I saw that. Yeah. Les Moonves get uh, got fired after I think one woman. It was confirmed that he sexually harassed, and then five other women came forward. With accusations, and then so he he was fired. He was uh, fired, but they gave him a hundred and twenty million dollars to leave mm-hmm. from. So I, I'm not. Yep. I don't think he's hard up. Uh, oh, and I'm guessing guy. he probably has enough money. Um, <laughs> and he's kind of a jerk. But what's interesting is you know who Les Moonved is is married to, Fro? No, Julie Chen. Oh. Uh, so there's a lot of speculation as to whether American Big Brother is going to stick around because there's uh, people have been saying maybe he's been uh, it, the ratings haven't always been so great in the last whatever five years, but his wife is the host of the show and he owns CB or he was running CBS until until now, so they're thinking uh, if the new CEO comes in he might go, I don't need to keep. Keep Julie Chen in here, like she's not my wife, right. and we could end up losing American Big Brother, depending oh, oh. on who the CEO is. So let's see. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, interesting stuff there. I mean, I feel terrible for the women. This guy's sexually harassed. I, he totally deserves to be fired. But I still want my Big Brother. So. <laughs> But the last thing I saw this week on Netflix, a new animated series called Paradise PD. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you watched this because that was my next to last thing as well. I also watched this. What do you think about this? Uh, did you watch Brickleberry when it was on Comedy Central? From no. Okay, there is a show called Brickleberry, uh, which had Daniel Tosh in it on Comedy okay. Central. Um, this is the same show. Uh, okay. it's got even the same characters. Fro. Okay. Uh, the two redneck guys are 
in the show, the the main characters in that show. Uh, I'd actually really? recommend Brickleberry if you like this show. Uh, I'd recommend yeah. going back and watching that. It's different. It's about their uh, forest rangers, uh, oh. not policemen, but it's like the same okay. exact thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, Paradise PD overall, I gave it a 7. Six, 6.57, oh. somewhere in there. It's very funny. Yeah. Very good. It it's way better than the Matt Gronin show that was on Netflix. Yes. I'll tell you that. I, I binged the whole thing. Um, but there are some certain things that are kind of very childish humor that are maybe not up my alley. A little too childish right. for me, but uh, still fun. What do you think of it? Uh, no, I, 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 I liked it. I'm a childish man, I guess. Uh, I would give it a seven. Yeah, okay. And I'll agree with you. Yeah. I'll go seven. I mean, six point five, seven, somewhere in there. But there were certain things that just didn't feel like amazingly amazing. But it was still very funny. Um, and the ending, it, it it does set up for a second season. So yes. The last thing uh, that I watch, and I'm bringing this up last because I know we're going to talk about this because I. Sadly, don't agree with you. I watched The Innocents, and I did not like it. I actually thought it was one of the worst shows I've seen in a while. I don't think that's true. <laughs> you're you're just over-exaggerating now to make a point, because there's no way it, it's worse <laughs> than Castaways, bro. Give me a break. It, uh... Uh, it, it's pretty terrible. Mayan MC, <laughs> come on. No, but but uh, like like no joke. Uh, I I I I when I watched this, I I thought I think I think my two <coughs> biggest problems with this was uh, my expectations were a little too high. Uh, my Norwegianness uh, wasn't. <laughs> And I, I thought it it had an interesting premise and clearly like puts it to a, a, a another season, but I I thought the cinematography was really beautiful and things like that and the acting was good, but the story for me was a little half-assed. Really? I, I thought I, the story was amazing. I mean, that ending, you could not have seen that ending coming from. Kind of, because, like, I don't really want to spoil, spoil a lot. I think it would lot, be impossible but... to spoil it, because it's so intricate the way the storyline works, as far as uh, how... Um, what's a good way of putting it? How she ended up where she ended up at the end. Right. Right? right, that that to get to that point, the story had to be pretty intricate. So, I thought it was well right. done. I think maybe I don't know, maybe it was a little confusing. So maybe that, but I think to each their own. I just I thought it was really good. So, I give the whole season a four out of ten. Okay. Yep. All right, let's, let's talk uh, about more TV. Uh, let's try to make this quick. Uh... Let's not. <laughs> Not that quick. <laughs> well, not that quick, but we've got so many shows to talk about here. We're going to do the 2018 fall TV series premieres. 
all the brand new shows coming out this fall, starting September 21st, which is actually uh, summer, or it's solstice, solstice is 21st, I, I just realized that, but interesting, um, yeah. from the 21st to, to October 16th, okay, so that's, uh, 30, or 25 days, uh, and we're gonna yeah. do 34 shows, so 34 shows in those 25 days, that's a lot of sh- brand new shows to talk about, so, go, uh, why don't you start with the first one, Fro, and then okay. we'll go on to the next one. Uh, the first one is Battlefish. I like that name, by the way. Uh, it sounds like a fish that likes to battle. After the c- curse of the fishing season, a group of fishing boats pursue the tuna in the uh, competitive waters of the Oregon coast. So this is uh, not far from you. Mm-hmm. I have absolutely no interest in this. It's a reality show, uh, you should mention. Yeah. Um... I have zero interest in this either. So there you go. Yeah. I believe... I'm trying to find it, but I believe this is a Netflix show. So. Yeah. Uh, next, we have got Dragon Pilot, Hison, and Masotan. Masotan. When a young girl with personality disorder meets a dragon, her life is set on a new course to learn how to fly this dragon and work on her disorder. She learns to work alongside other dragon pilots and makes many relationships alongside her and her dragon, Masotan. Uh, This is a. uh, It looks like an anime. Right? Yep. It's an anime of some kind? Yeah. It's got a bunch. uh, Mm -hmm. Definitely Japanese? Yeah. Uh, I am not interested in this, Fro. I have zero interest in this. Okay. But if somebody's interested in anime, they might be interested in it. Then we have Hilda. Hilda follows the adventure of a fearless blue-haired girl as she travels from her home in the vast uh, magical wilderness of elves and giants to the bursting city of Trollberg, where she meets her new friend, the mysterious creature, who are stranger and more dangerous than she ever expected. Uh, this has some vo- voice 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 work that I have no clue. But this is looks American. It's an animated series. It's his adventure. Yes. Uh, it looks like it's an also- oh, it's Canadian. It's Canadian and you uh, from Canada and UK. Oh, okay. And it looks like Netflix, yes. a Netflix series. I have zero interest in this. Right. Uh, we should mention all of these shows that we just mentioned come out September 21st. Another show coming out September 21st, The what Good Cop, you? another Netflix show, oh. actually. A disgraced former NYPD officer lives with his son, an earnest, obsessively honest NYPD detective. Uh, this has Tony Danza in it. Hooray! Yeah! He's the, bo- He's the boss. Yeah, and Josh Groban. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Josh Groban? Yeah, I see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, comedy, same. drama, TV series? Yeah. Uh, but uh, before we go there, uh, Hilda, interest level from... Series oh, yeah, we 10. forgot. Ild- is it Hilda or Il- Ilda? Hilda. Is the, H- is the H silent? I don't know. But I'd say not interested. Yeah, not interested. The good cop... But this one... Yes, this it, I'm interested in. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, it looks like it yeah. could be okay as far as 
the uh, I just want to see uh, the uh, if it's a good comedy. Uh, doesn't seem like it's a sitcom comedy. It seems like it's a drama comedy. So we'll see if it's good or yeah. not. I have mixed Netflix. feelings about it. I guess is what I'm saying. That comes to Netflix. We should say. Oh yeah, I mentioned. I said that at the beginning. Oh. Yep. Then we have Manifest. Oh fucking god! I'm so looking forward to this. Uh, spoiler alert! After a turbulent but routine flight, the passenger and crew discovers the world ha has aged five years, yet no time has passed for them. And soon a deeper mystery unfolds. Uh, no actors I know of, but I've seen the trailer for this. And the trailer looks fucking amazing. Oh, okay. This yeah. is in. This is actually in the sp uh, span of time where we could cover the show after we get done with Castle Rock, actually. So keep that in the back of your mind. Um. I'm not seeing where this is from, but it's definitely American. So, some kind of American yes. television channel. Uh, next, next, Magnum PI. And this is not a returning. What? This is not returning. This is a brand new what? version of Magnum PI. An ex Navy SEAL returns home from Afghanistan and uses his military skills to become a private investigator in Hawaii. Ooh. <laughs> Starring Jay Hernandez as Magnum. Uh, yeah. Boo. Okay, I don't know who that is exactly. Uh, tagline, he'll have you at Aloha. Uh, wow. uh, uh, uh. TV 14, CBS, uh, CBS show. So. No interest. Uh, I, like I have slight interest, but only because I love Magnum P.I., but I know this is going to be terrible, too. awful, terrible, so. Yeah. Mr. In-Between. Mr. In-Between, uh, Ryan plays uh, Ray Smith, a father, ex-husband, boyfriend, and best friend. Though roles to jingle in the modern age, even harder when you're a criminal for hire. Right, and this comes out September 25th. Yes. Uh, no, nobody I know in the roles. Uh, this is American, I'm guessing. Uh, this is Australian. Actually. It says filmed in Australia, but it, it's American, yeah. so. But what's your interest level? Uh, I kind of, I'm a little interested in this. I'll give it, I'll, I'll give yeah. it interested to see it, for sure. Yeah, me too. Yep. Next one. Uh, next one, FBI. Uh, <laughs> a procedural drama about inner working, inner workings of New York office of the FBI, bringing to bear all the bureau's skills, intellect, and mind-blowing technology to keep New York and the country safe. Uh, it's a crime drama, obviously. This also comes out uh, Tuesday, September twenty-fifth. Um, anybody I know in here? Not anybody I seem to know, but this is definitely propaganda. See, uh, comes out on CBS. So I'm a little confused by the next one. I was like, hasn't this been a TV show before? New Amsterdam? Maybe not. Okay, New Amsterdam is the. Uh, oh, I have absolutely no interest in that guy, by the way. Oh yeah, this zero is, interest. I have negative interest uh, in that show. Yes, 
Uh, New Amsterdam, <laughs> it's a uh, new medical doctor, director, breakthroughs uh, to heal the system of Americans' oldest snow. This looks like a generic... This is definitely uh, not House. It's not that show at all. No, it's it looks like a generic hospital <laughs> show. Uh, no, absolutely no interest at all. What right. about you? Uh, no, no, zero interest. Uh, I definitely know this actor, like the main actor. I'm looking at it, like his face, and I know him, Christopher Casar. You know, but I can't, I can't place where I know him from. So, mm. uh, next, uh, single parents. A comedy series coming out the 26th of September. Uh, a group of single parents form their own support system as they raise their kids and struggle to start new relationships. <coughs> Chloe Pe- Perrin? Perrin? Never heard of her? Something. Yeah, never heard of her. Uh, it looks like it's going to be on Fox Television. This is a Fox show. Uh, okay. I got to say I'm not interested in this. Yeah, me neither. Not nope. just that. Oh, wait. Uh, wait, I'm confused now. Okay, so it says production company, 20th Century Rock. Fox Television. Then you go up to Rock. the poster, and it says ABC. C, yeah. What? Okay. What? Okay. The, the next one is an ABC show as well. It's A Million Little Things. A group of friends in, intertwined in, uh, in other lives realize they need to start living more uh when one of them suddenly dies uh this looks like uh uh abc section of uh uh this is us right okay I've seen the... yes some people uh, really like is... that show i'm not a huge fan I... but... have you watched it i've seen an episode or two and okay. i was not i was I... not having it it's just not my I cup of tea i don't i don't need the sappy crap it's not me I love sappy crap. I know. I know you do, bro. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but this is ABC's version of This Is Us. Uh, I don't know if ABC has This Is Us. Do I think that's a CBS show. Isn't it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. But this looks so like This Is Us. Because I've seen the trailer for this. And it okay. looks exactly like it. Honestly, the poster looks like the poster for this is us so even yeah. even down to that little detail but this comes out september 26th coming out september 27th actually returning uh, yeah. interest hey interest level oh interest level right uh single pair or no a million little things zero interest for me yeah i have a little interest because this could be this this is us too <laughs> right okay or it could be terrible uh and be but who i guess yeah so you at least have a little interest i have zero interest yes a return this is our only returning show but i figured it's been gone so long that this yeah. uh is worth putting in like with the oh, new definitely okay uh and returning looks all, all awesome the trailer looks really really awesome oh okay I did not yeah. like the show when it was on in the 80s, to be honest. Oh, oh my god. I was You're not a, I, I didn't like it. I just I was not I did not like it. I thought the I didn't I thought the jokes weren't funny, but I I don't know. Um September like I said, September 27th, uh Murphy Brown, a personal and professional misadventures of a the personal and professional misadventures of a woman working as a TV journalist. 
Uh, it's definitely a good time in like society to be putting the show back out. I think I, I, yeah. I think it'll get good ratings and everything. I just was never a fan of it when I was a kid. Um, and it has all the old stars like Candice Bergen coming back. Right, exactly. Uh, so this is going to be season yeah. eleven. Uh, right, uh, season ten came out in nineteen ninety eight. So yes. two thousand eighteen. So been a years. long time. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty years. Why did I say ten? Oh, I th- I heard twenty, but I guess I was just hearing what I wanted to hear. <laughs> uh, interest level. Uh, to be honest, I'm definitely going to watch it, so I'll say interested. I'm super interested, so, yeah. Then we have the cool kids. The three friends uh, at the retirement center have their comfortable (laughs) ex... 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 rattle by a newcomer to the community. I've seen the trailer for this, and it looks fucking awful. Right, this is a Fox show. This is definitely a Fox show. Um, comes out on the tw- September twenty eighth, and it actually has some people I've heard of before, but I- I'm not seeing any. Uh, oh, David Allen Greer. Right, that's definitely somebody oh. I've heard of. Uh, other than that, not really anybody else. Yeah, my interest level zero. Yeah, zero for sure. Well, uh, and probably a lot of it has to do with it's on Fox and it's about old people. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. Next show is uh, also coming out on the twenty eighth. It's called This Is Family. This also mm-hmm. looks like the same show as what? What, what, what was that other show? Uh, this is us. Yes. Uh, this is, uh, but this is the reality version. Oh, it. okay. This is a reality TV show. This is yeah. Family is an American reality t- TV show that will be on Amazon Video. So this is on Amazon Prime Video. Uh, the show focuses on the personal and professional lives of a prominent Lebanese-American uh, Nosef Azarian family uh, through their day-to-day life in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, are you seeing where this is coming? Oh, right. I said it. Amazon. So... I'm not interested in this. What about you, Fro? No zero interest in this. Mm, it, is this trying to be like the Lebanese version of uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Oh, that would be fun. Maybe that's what it is, so I don't know. Maybe you would be interested. Hey, I actually have seen... Uh, this has been leaked on the internet, the next one I will talk about. Uh, uh, wow, okay. Yes, September 30th, uh, God friended me. So I have actually seen the first episode. Uh, an atheist life turned upside down when friend uh, when he's friended by God on Facebook. Uh, it has uh, absolutely no actors that I know of other than Brandon Michael Hall. Uh, he's good. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Uh, it's a CBS show. Um... And it offends me as an atheist, to be honest with you. Yes. Yes. It should be. It's uh, on CBS, yes. You said yes. That. Uh, yeah. Serious interest, I'm guessing. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to see this. What, what do you think of the first episode, I guess? Uh, 
did you ever see John of Arcadia? No, but I, I, I remember seeing, like, the, the commercials for it. It reminds me really of John of Arcadia. If that oh. is your your thing, I don't mind it. It's like, I would give the first episode a 3 out of 10. Okay. Yeah. Alright, next, uh, also coming out on the 30th, Rel. That's R-E-L. Yes. A successful comet tries to put his life back on track as his marriage falls apart. It's coming on Fox. Fox. It's yeah. a comedy series. Uh, starring Lil Rel Howry. Oh, it's got Sinbad in it da as the dad. Yeah. Uh, okay, and well, I've... if it's got Sinbad in it, then maybe I, I need to see this. Well, I've seen the trailer, and it looks awful. Yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> it looks really, really awful. So I have, uh, the only interest I have in this is that it looks like it could be one of the worst shows of the year, so I definitely want to see it. So in that way, I'm interested. What about you, Phil? <laughs> no, I have no interest no in this. No interest, again. okay. Yeah. Then we have Happy Together. Uh, this has premiered the 1st of October. Uh, Claire and Peter are married and live life of routine when mega star Cooper shows up on their front door and get dragged into his life of fame and all that comes with it. Uh, this is the, has Damon Wayans Jr. in it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. And Rich Morrow. I don't. I'm, I've heard of that name, but I couldn't. I can't place it. Oh, Stephanie Ware is in this. Oh, okay. That's oh, not too... Okay. All right. Uh, my interest uh, level on this is... Yeah, sure. I will give it a chance. Uh, this one's a toss-up for me. If it, if it just happens to be in my playlist, I'll watch it. If not, I'm not I'm not super interested, to be honest. But it looks like it's another CBS show. So. Mm. Next thing. Uh, the Neighborhood is the next show, a comedy series coming out October 1st. A friendly guy in uh, from the Midwest tries to fit in a tough L.A. neighborhood. Uh, this has Trisha Arnold, uh, yes. Cedric the Entertainer, Max yes. Greenfield, yep. uh, Marcel Spears. Mm -hmm. uh, I was in the trailer for this. You want to guess? It looks bad. It also looks like a CBS show as well. It is a CBS show. It's it's atrocious. It looks atrocious. It also sounds kind of offensive. A Midwest guy tries to fit in a tough LA neighborhood. Yeah, this yeah. sounds like it could be really bad. Like, cringy bad. October the 4th uh, is coming. Earn it, the perfect mom, boss, wife, friend, and daughter is learning be okay uh, being in perfect this has nobody I know of no I know nobody here I definitely know that I... main character but I can't uh, Aisling B but I, I, I think she was in uh, I think she was on Saturday Night Live okay I could be wrong, but I, I could swear she was on Saturday Night Live, but, yeah. Hmm. 
I don't remember her from that. Uh, I can't see it on her IMDb list as either. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this doesn't look good, does it? Uh, no, this is an NBC show, a comedy. Mm. Uh, it looks it. Uh, it looks more for like, you know, forty something housewives. I don't think this is a show for us, but I think those people would kind of enjoy it. You know what I mean? Right. Right. All right. Next, uh, coming out October fifth, the day after. Uh, in the dark. In the dark is a. Mm upcoming drama series on CW, the CW network. Some good stuff on there sometimes, also bad stuff on there sometimes. Uh, A flawed and flawed and irreverent blind woman is the only witness to a murder of her Mm drug-dealing friend. After the police dismiss her story, she sets out with her dog, Pretzel, to find the killer while also managing uh, her colorful dating life and, uh, and the job she hates at Breaking Blind, uh, the guide dog school owned by her overprotective parents. Breaking uh, Blind, see what they did there? But do you know who's executive producer on this? That's what I was just about ben to say. Stiller. Yeah, ben Stiller. Ben <laughs> yeah. Stiller, Executive yeah. producer, it just means he, he's uh, putting money into it. But um, yeah. uh, Starring Brooke Markham, Rich Sumner, Sumner Derek Webster, yeah. Kathleen York. Honestly? Yeah. I'm going to say interested. This sounds kind of interesting uh, to me. Oh, yeah. I am really interested in this. This a comedy drama. And it sounds yeah. like it's also going to be kind of a, a whodunit kind of crime show as well as a comedy. So, yeah, right. super interested. Right. I always like a whodunit. October 7th, we move on to... Uh, then we have Star Wars Resistance. This is a cartoon show, animation show coming. Oh, please. Can you say the first name there? Oh, uh, Kazuda uh, Ziono. Yes. A young pilot for Resistance is tasked uh, with a a top-secret mission to investigate the First Order, a growing threat to the galaxy. Does it have any voice work I know of? No. It's got BB-8 in it. He's like the thing that's at the very front of the poster. It's like all the actual characters, but BB-8 is in the very center, like the thing you're supposed to care more about. Um, uh, Disney XD is where this is coming out. Oh, absolutely no interest. Yeah, zero interest for me. It definitely seems like it's coming in between the, like as far as storyline, before the last two movies is where this is storyline-wise going. No, uh, your favorite show of this of the of the of this list. Yeah, this has got to be my favorite yes. one. Yes. Uh, oh wait. Uh. Oh right. Yeah. It's also coming out October seventh. A yes. spinoff of the Dancing with the Stars series yeah. that will pair celebrity <laughs> kids with professional junior ballroom dancers to perform choreogra- choreographed routines, which will judge by panel that will include renowned ballroom experts. Dancing with the Stars. Of all fucking stupid things I have heard of in my entire life. This is a BBC show, so coming out in (laughs) the UK. Oh my gosh, yeah. I see some very bad things happening with this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. A lot of crying children is what I see. Yeah, I'm not interested in seeing the show. What about you, Phil? <laughs> Zero interest. Okay. All American. 
This is a drama sports show coming to something. Uh, CW. Uh, when a star high school football player, player from South Central is recruited to play for the Beverly Hills High School, two separate worlds collide. Fucking hell. How many shows like that do you need? Uh, I've right? seen that one. A guy from South Central goes to Beverly Hills, and the other one was a guy from the Midwest goes to uh, the ghetto or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, we get it. People are different. Like, fuck yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm seriously interested in this uh, a sports show about American football. It's got Tay Diggs in it, though, Fro. So don't you want to see it because it's got Tay Diggs in it? No. I, be- sure. I bet you anything he's shirtless at least once in this show. Uh, <laughs> it comes out October 10th, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What, what's your interest level? <sighs> zero. I'm gonna say zero. Coop and Cami ask ask the world. A Coop and Cami ask the world. I thought it was gonna be save the world, but no, they ask the world. Coming out October twelfth. Uh, this show centers on two middle school siblings who make nearly all of their decisions crowdsourcing opinions from the millions of followers on Cooper's online channel. Would you? Rather, spelled with a W. Rather is spelled with a mm-hmm. W. Okay? Rather. Uh, Paxton Booth, Dakota Lotus, Albert Say? Uh, what, it, what is this on? I'm not seeing where this is, but I'm guessing it's a Nickelodeon mm-hmm. show. Uh, adventure camp, c- comedy. It's either Nickelodeon or Disney Channel, right? I'm guessing so as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, here. Uh, season premiere, Ravens. Huh? Okay, yeah. So, Disney Channel. Disney Channel for sure. Yeah. Absolutely zero interest. I will never, ever watch this. Uh, I will never see this as well. Zero interest. And then we'll... Uh, actually, that kid, uh, the main... Uh, the uh, the You see the poster, from The kid at the very right. top who's waving at you? He yes. was in that show... Yeah. Uh... uh uh, KJL9 or whatever it was. He was in that show. Oh, okay. Yeah, which, that was a bad show as well. Uh, so Yes, it was. Uh, then we have Titans, and this is an action-adventure fantasy movie. Ser- series, sorry. A team of young superheroes led by Nightwing, formerly in uh, Batman's uh, first Robin, formed to combat evil and other per- per- pearls. I know you are going to watch this because you love everything that has to do with uh, uh, superheroes and things right, like that. Yeah. yeah. So excited for this. <laughs> you can hear but, the uh, excitement in my voice. <laughs> here, here, here's the thing, though. I am. <coughs> okay. I've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer, and it it looks really good. Uh, I. Does it have swamp thing in it? Sorry? Does it have Swamp Thing in the show? Why is... You look down at videos and there's a picture of Swamp Thing. Oh. Like the 1990s cartoon character Swamp Thing? Mm, maybe. Oh, wait, okay. Yeah. I'm not sure where this is coming to. Is it CW? Uh, I'm guessing I don't it's know. CW. Because they have all the other like shows in the... Superhero shows? Right. This yeah. is definitely a DC... Show. Yeah, then it's CW. CW on stats, so. 
Okay, because even here I'm seeing uh, original network DC Universe. So, hmm, I don't know. Hmm. Oh, maybe this is coming on their new thing. Because they, they're coming out with a network on their own now. Okay, so it, the original network, it, that maybe the network is called DC Universe, yes. right? And I did hear, you told me a, a while ago about the Disney network, yeah, but I finally yeah. heard about that coming out. and yeah. Does not sound good. No. Sounds like nobody is going to pay money for that. It looks old. <sighs> okay, another show coming out on October 12th, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably the show we have the least amount of information on, but yeah. based on a novel, The Haunting of Hill House by Shirley Jackson, mm-hmm. a Netflix TV show based off of a book starring Pax- Paxton Singleton, Samantha Sloyer, May Batter. Never you, heard of any of these people. Do you know why I'm super excited? Uh, no. I read the book. Okay, and it's based off of a true story, right? Yes, that's what I thought. I, I I've heard I've um I know the kind of the uh, the true story idea. Like the the house has all these stairs that are like they're built that go nowhere right. and all this right. shit. Right. Um. So yeah, I'd say interested. I'm interested in the show. And this is Netflix. This is coming out on right, Netflix right. also. Uh, but uh, uh, this horror novel was from 1960 or something. I will, I want to say, and it's like it's been nailed as like the uh, one of the best uh, horror horror books ever. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And the there's a, the house is actually a real house. Is the cool part? It's right. in like California, right? Yes. It's like on the west coast of America. I know yeah. that. Yeah, so the, this this I'm I'm super excited for. Uh, the next thing is the Ramanovs. That sounds like something you could drink. Uh, it's a contemporary anthology series set around the globe, featuring eight separate stories about people that who believes themselves to be the sense of the royal family. Uh, of the Russian royal family. Right. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Is the Amazon Prime original? Is what it's saying. I'm really, really, really looking forward to this. I have mixed feelings. Uh, let's see. I've seen the trailer. This is definitely it. It like at first you see it and you're like, this kind of looks like it's gonna. At least from the description, I was thinking it was gonna be um, more uh, documentary, but right. it's definitely a story. Right. Um. And it's starring Aaron Aaron Eckhart is probably the only person I've ever heard of. Yeah. In it. Oh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of her. Right. Okay. Uh, I'd say mixed feelings. I'm like, I'll wait till you tell me how you feel about it, and then <laughs> if you like it, I'll watch it. How's that sound? <laughs> yes. Next one. Uh, and then the last thing, I guess, right? No. The last one in October. Oh, right. Okay, we got you know, two yeah. more days. Okay, October. Tw- <laughs> I, I don't know how. I made the list, and somehow I forgot. Um, Light as a Feather, also coming out October 1st, mm-hmm. or October 12th, yes. sorry. Yes. A group of teenage girls must deal with supernatural fallout stemming from an innocent game of Light as a Feather, stiff as a board, when they start dying off in the exact way predicted. A thriller Ooh. kind of horror series. Uh, English. I'm not seeing... A TV channel, but uh, overall, I'd say interested. Oh it yeah, looks pretty good to me. It Harley looks... Graham is yeah. playing the main character. I've never heard of her. 
Uh, and then now comes the sad part because October 14th, The Return of Charmed. Uh... Well, this is a, it's not a return, actually. This is a new version of Charmed. Right. <laughs> I don't want like, this. Uh, Murphy Brown returning, Magnum P.I. and Charmed, new versions of an old show. Right? Yeah, and... Uh... Follows the three uh, life of the sisters after a tragic death of their mother, they discover they are both, they are powerful witches. I, I I'm happy that they have changed their names at least. I would be so fucking angry if they it was the same names even. Right, they couldn't have done that. No. Right, because it's then it would actually be a spin... It wouldn't be a spin-off. This is more of a spin-off version of it. This uh, is drama a re- remake, yeah. Drama, fantasy. Um, Madeline Mantock, M- Melanie Diaz, and Sarah Jeffrey? Yeah, but it ha- C- oh, it's on CW. We didn't mention that. Evans in it. Rupert, really? Yeah, okay. Rupert Evans is, is really good. I remember. Yeah. It's ra- kind of random in my mind. Okay. Yeah. But it's it's kind of strange that he's he's in this. I l- wait a second. Okay, something. Well, we're we're making good time. It says in storyline, a fierce, funny, funny feminist reboot of the original series centers around the what? three college sisters. Hello. Hello. Wow. Hi, Chin Chin. Uh, yeah, it's a feminist reboot. Wasn't the original kind of? I don't know. Yes. Okay, whatever. I I'm not. I'm not even gonna go into it. I'm not even gonna go. But the, here's my biggest problem. I love the original. I I adore the original. I've seen Charmed more times than I I should uh, say that I have watched Charmed. Oh, uh, uh, I was never a huge fan. I I've seen episodes when it was like you know in, in syndication, just right. when it was on randomly. Yeah. You know? But is this coming to CW or is it coming to CBS? That's what I'm a little con- confused on. CW? Oh, I already went away from it. It's just CW. Yeah. Yeah, CW. Next thing. The Alec Baldwin Show coming yes. out October 14th. <laughs> a weekly t- uh, talk show hosted by Alec Baldwin. Just what we need, more talk shows. I know. Uh, it looks like he's going to have Kate McKinnon and Jerry Seinfeld as guests at least. Mm-hmm. But he's, you know, Alec Baldwin is the host. Uh, I'm going to guess a lot of Trump impressions. Right, that's what I was just thinking. That's the only reason the show exists, is yes. my guess, right? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, you, I think you know where I stand on this, because I don't need another <laughs> no. stupid talk show. Uh, Especially so not, yeah, I don't, I'm not interested. Spoiled, spoiled, spoiled Hollywood actor. <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, this next one is uh, created by Lena Dunham, so I'm super excited for this. If you can't hear it in my voice, oh, oh, sorry. Alec Baldwin shows coming out on ABC. I never mentioned that. Lena Dunham has made this new show here, and it's a right. U.S. adaptation of the British TV show Camping a Man uh, on a camping trip with his wife and friends spirals out of control i have watched the original i love the original don't original so i am fucking angry that this is happening but it has jennifer garner in it so 
Okay. Jennifer Garner, she's all right. Yeah, and Juliet Lewis is in it. Oh, I like Juliet. Okay. Yeah. That oh, I'm on board with Juliet Lewis. All right. <laughs> Jennifer Garner, I'm kind of like, eh. I've never thought she was that great as like an actress or like anything, so. She I um, really really liked her in in, in Alias actually. <laughs> I remember that show, and I I didn't like that show. So yeah. I don't know, maybe that's just me. <laughs> yeah, that's just me. But I mean, as far as it going being a British TV show, and and um, it's a U.S. adaptation of the of the original series. I mean, The Office. There are examples of where it did work, uh, kind of. So yeah, and funny enough, she's also uh, actually in the movie that we're going to talk about later. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Uh next uh, let's see oh October 16th coming out The Connors a hey. spinoff of the comedy series Roseanne centering around the family members of the matriarch Roseanne obviously not starring Roseanne starring John G- G- uh, Goodman Sarah Gilbert uh, this is on ABC again I'm assuming yes, yes. and uh, uh, yeah and it centers around. Uh, it looks like it's going to center around uh, Darlene mostly, uh, is what it's looking like to me. So, I'm going to watch this. Yep, <laughs> definitely going to see this. It's like, yep. By the way, what, what's your interest level on camping? Oh, I'm definitely going to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It sounds like an interesting enough, and. There was an original series, so like, if I like this, then I can go watch that. You know what I mean? Or if I don't like this, I can go watch that. So right. yeah. Uh, uh, then we are going to talk uh, about Castle. Oh no, it isn't Castle. <laughs> it's called The Rook. <laughs> the series follows John Mullen, a forty-four-year-old man who moves in. Uh, from his comfortable small town to live in Los Angeles to pursue his dream of becoming a police officer in the Los Angeles police. It is with <laughs> Nathan. I can't really play any other roles than this felon. Yeah, and let's see. Anybody else I know here? Eric Winter, I've heard, I, I know of. Um, Melissa. Other than that, not really. Um, Melissa O'Neill, Alisa, Alyssa Diaz. Never heard of those people. Yeah, this is a no. (laughs) A no for me as well. This is on ABC, by the way. He plays every fucking... He plays the same role in every fucking TV show. Well, yeah, I mean... He seems like a nice enough guy, though, is the thing, so I don't want to hate on him, but he does play the same character in everything he plays. I mean, I... I, uh, Do you ever watch... uh, uh, You watched some episodes of uh, modern family avenue oh yeah most of it yeah yeah he's in that as well and even when he's in modern family i see castle <laughs> right i had a girlfriend that really loved castle i know ne- so i've seen a lot of episodes but i was never a fan it wasn't my show i guess and the thing is like i love him i love him in the santa clara diet as well but he Plays Castle here as well. He plays the same character, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Now we actually are at our last show. Yeah. Um, October sixteenth. Uh, the kids are all right. 
a pair of working class parents in an Irish Catholic family try to raise their eight kids during the 1970s. Uh, this is a comedy series. Yeah, other uh, than starring the, nobody the, I've ever heard of. Yeah, other than that, I have seen the trailer for this, and it looks awful. Oh, it's got Mary McCormick in it, so I have heard of her. Okay. Yep. But yeah. And I'm not seeing what channel this is on, but like I said, coming out October 16th. I have no interest in this. Uh, ABC, by the way. Oh, it's ABC? Okay, then... I'll give it a shot. I will give it a shot, okay. to be honest. Okay. It's a comedy. Could be interesting. Could be really <laughs> terrible. So, So I have a question of you. If you have to pick three. Three shows that I'm definitely going to see? Yes. Uh, well, uh, then i got to go The Connors, probably number one. Yeah. Um... Jeez, what what's a? Uh, I wish I would have known we were gonna do this, but mm, uh, then maybe Magnum PI and Mister In Between. Okay, those are probably the ones I'm looking at. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I would pick uh, Into the Dark. That looks uh, really good. Uh, Manifest, and I would pick uh, the Connors. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, either of those two, I would I would say I'm definitely going to see them as well. So yeah, a lot of shows to pick from. Uh, a lot of stuff, good TV coming up. So we'll we'll talk probably about a lot of these shows again when we do TV rounds when we actually see them. So, yep. Talking about TV, uh, we watched uh, uh, <coughs> ultra confusing episode of uh, Castle Rock episode nine. Uh, I, I, it wasn't as confusing as the one episode, uh, was it the last episode? No, the no, it was, episode uh, ep- ep- se- seventh episode, yeah. episode seven. It wasn't as confusing as episode seven, but it was still confusing. <laughs> the thing I didn't like about this episode is we're getting really, it's the penul- penultimate episode and it made, it gave me more questions than answers. Right. Uh, it didn't wrap anything up. It just created more questions to answer in episode 10. So, mm. uh, I I don't agree to that, but we will talk about it. So give, uh, give me a synopsis. Description? Uh, not a big one here because, I mean, it was a little weird. The kid tells Molly where he came from and his connection to Henry, the world beyond, uh, and the world beyond these walls. Yes. I mean, okay, we, what are you doing, Fro? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> are you playing with marbles? What's happening here? No, uh... My fucking, uh, you know, uh, thing you have in front of your, uh, 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 my blinder hit me in my head. And I had to do it because it was hitting me all the time and it was ignoring. So listen to it. Sounded like you were playing jacks. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) jacks. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. The ball game, right? Where would you pick right. up? Yeah, I remember that. You pick up the things yeah. that uh, little kids would choke on back yeah. in the day. Yeah. But anyway, yes, uh, I really like this episode. I will give uh, <laughs> give you a reason because I like the explanation that uh, he's just Henry from from another dimension. 
Okay. Yeah. But that just creates more questions. It doesn't create... To me, it creates more questions than it does answers. Okay, why? To me. Why? Because then the question is, okay, uh, where? how did he get to the other... Other the other dimension are there two of him now, you know what I mean? Uh, are there two Henrys yeah. as well, or are there is there only one Henry? Uh, two when Henry. how did Henry go from one dimension to the other is another question. Well, so there's a lot of questions to be asked here. I don't think we will ever find out how. I and okay, uh, but you remember when when the kid? I'm going to call him the kid because I mean. You can't call both of them Henry. You know, I know when when the kid said to Henry, "I saved you from the cellar." Uh, no. Okay. In this episode or in another episode? In, in another episode, yeah. Oh, okay. Then, then yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, he literally saved Henry from the cellar, like Henry was in the other than. Uh, yeah, I got that. Yeah, uh, I understand. Yeah, and that was happened when when he was gone. So when Henry comes back again, the kid comes over with him, and then gets picked up with uh, from the policeman. So I find it interesting that when Henry is in the kid's storyline, they think he's uh, dangerous and needs to be locked in. And when the kid is in Henry's storyline, they take the same. Right. Exactly. Well, yeah, I, I understand that. The other question I had is, uh, how does how do we how are they going to explain the picture of the kid that from 1991 when right. the kid was actually a child? Right. How does that tie into all this? Right. See, there. I don't know. Next episode, all this could be wrapped up, but it could also be that. They've given me way more questions than they are answers, and I'm, that might not be cool with me, Fro. We'll see. We'll see. Mm. Um, overall, let's give it a rating. Uh, I will give it an 8.5. Yeah, and I said 8, so we're really close there. Cool. Still, uh, I mean, still a very good episode, but there were better episodes oh, yeah. than this one. Oh, yeah. Um, I also don't like uh, the kid talking as much. Right. But it, it also is a different dimension, so... Uh, and I also like the connections that are uh, kind of being made to the old lady's uh, dementia. Yes. And how she was traveling through time. Yes. And now we know that she wasn't just traveling through time. Right. She was also traveling through dimensions, clearly. Dimensions, yes. Dimension, d- dimensions, dimension. Dimension. Right? <laughs> dimension, dimension. <laughs> and there we have our title of the show. Yes. <laughs> dimension, dimension. Yeah, it's hard to say. It is hard to say. <laughs> I, there is one thing I found uh, a question we had been asking. We asked two weeks ago as to whether or not this series was going to wrap up and uh, if there was going to be a second season or not. I found something about that from. Okay. Uh, it says here Castle Rock is an anthology series that brings together characters and themes of Ki- of King's works that involve Castle Rock. If multiple seasons are made, the show centers on different groups of characters. Each season while also introducing elements from prior seasons. Okay, like American Horror Story. Right, so it's going to be in the same town with different characters if we get a second season, I, but I don't some mind. of the elements from this season may also be introduced. Yeah, so. I don't mind that. 
Yeah, I, I'm happy with it, but it just lets us know, hey, next episode we are we're gonna get a wrap up. So that's that's super cool, and I don't mind that at all. So they can do that. I I uh, I don't I don't mind if it's an uh, anthology. I, we too. said we didn't want this to be a second season, but I said if they make it a you know a different the story, uh, yeah. Stephen King short story, yeah, in I the same mind. place, I'm cool with that. Yeah. yeah. So, Luke, did you watch any movies this week? I did. Oh, I did. Yeah, why don't you do two right now, and then I'll do one, and then we'll go like that. Yes. Uh, let's uh, start uh, with... I'm going to do two movies in one, uh, because I watched... First, I watched uh, Cicero from 2015. It was the only... William uh, Devenu film I haven't seen. William, yeah, whatever his okay. name is. French guy. Uh, the reason why I watched it was because Cicero, Day of Solado, came out this week. Uh, and I wasn't 100% sure that I saw the original, so I saw both of them. The original is really, really good, the 2015 one. Um, this uh, uh, sequel is a shit sequel, and I give it a three out of ten. Ah, oh, okay. Uh, then I watched My Teacher, My Obsession. That sounds like a porn, doesn't it? Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't. It is uh, a thriller. Uh, we're about the girl that falls deeply in love with her teacher and tries to kill his daughter. And it's one of the most awful things I've seen this year. And I give it a zero out of ten. So I, I only saw a couple movies. Fro saw a lot more movies than I did. But I saw Black Panther finally, Fro. Oh. Right, because they added it to Netflix. So uh, I actually saw it. And... You know, I don't like superhero movies, but this was not as superhero-y as superhero movies usually are. You know what I mean? This was yeah. not your standard Superman, Batman, you know, that kind yeah. of superhero movie. This is a bit different. Um, I watched it because I remember initially it had like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this I don't know how that happened because this movie was not good. Uh... I, I don't want to discuss this too much because you you, you don't like the Marvel universe, right? That this is the this is one of their better ones, and I actually really really enjoy this movie. But, I had fun uh, with it. Like I had fun yeah. uh, as far as uh, the action scenes and and uh, some of the storyline stuff was pretty interesting. The name right. of like the metal is the silliest thing ever, and then there. The one scene that really made me go like cringe super hard in this movie was the "What are those?" scene. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, that really did they need the? That isn't even relevant to kids, and they're trying to like appeal to you know the the kids with that one, and it's like that's not that hasn't been relevant for like five years. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. what are those? Uh, it was it was not cool right when it started. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know, that was. Uh, that part really got uh, made me a little mad, and strangely, this movie was somehow pro-war while having an anti-war message. I, I don't know how that yes. happened. I don't know how it did it, but it had managed to do it. 
All right, what else did you what? see? Oh, yeah, I should give it a score, huh? I gave it a 4. 4.0. Ooh. E. Ah. Could have been worse, I guess. Uh, I went to the movies yesterday because it was my birthday. And uh, I went to see The Quake, or as we call it in Norwegian, Shelve. It is a Norwegian disaster movie. Uh, it is uh, following the wave that I also came from Norway. Oh, yeah, okay. That was a good movie. Yes. I really like that. Yeah, you seen the Norwegian movie of the wave? Yeah, this is the I did. Uh, this is actually better than the wave. Uh, oh, okay, cool. I, yeah. I, I, hopefully, well, at least when I can find a version with subtitles, then I'll watch it. What, what do you mean, subtitles? You don't understand Norwegian? Well, I could go in. Uh, I'd get little bits and parts, probably. You're, Just because I watched like Norwegian TV shows for this podcast and gotten a bit right sometimes, so. You're not my friend. <laughs> uh, but uh, then I saw the movie uh, then that I forgot to talk about last week, and I don't know why I forgot to talk about it last week. Because it was one of those changing movies in my life. It's okay. called The Children's Act. The Children Act. The and Children it, Act, okay. Yes. Um, and it's uh, with Emma Thompson. And she plays a lawyer, uh, no, sorry, a judge uh, that is going to judge over... Uh, uh, either uh, giving a Jehovah's Witness child blood or not. And as you maybe know, uh, Jehovah's Witness against uh, blood transfusion. Right. Uh, I cried during this movie. Hmm, uh, okay. And it felt like it's a really anti-religious religious movie. Uh, and I think I cried mostly because it felt like uh, end of a very very long religious journey for me. So it was deeply personal, and I've seen it after after that as well because okay. it's actually now now out on DVD and things like that. Ah. So I will give it a ten out of ten, and say the children act. Right, when was this from? This year. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. Have to check it out then. Love it. Yeah, 10 out of 10. Got, I, I kind of have to see it now. Um, the other movie I saw this week, How to Talk to Girls at Parties, which I believe yeah, you we... Yeah, you sent me the trailer. I sent you the trailer. I posted the trailer up. I really yeah. enjoyed this movie. Uh, but I'm looking at it. It's got 40%, 47% in Rotten Tomatoes. Like 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, so not great scores there. But I actually really, really enjoyed this movie. Um, strangely, uh, if you look at like the older trailers, it's like promoted as a comedy, right? But then if you see the see the newer stuff, kind of promotion of it, uh, it's a science fiction romance film. But I would say it's all those things combined. To be honest, um, this has got uh, what's her name. Uh, Ella Fanning and Nicole Kidman, Alex Sharp in it. Uh, oh, Ruth Wilson is also in it. She's very good in it. Uh, and it's about... See, 
I went I went into this totally blind. I didn't really like uh, know 100% what I was getting myself into. Uh, and I, I I was pleasantly surprised. So I I'm, I'm not going to say too much about it. Does that sound good? Yeah. Uh came out in May of this year. It's on I saw it on Amazon uh video. So if anybody has that, you can go watch it there. Nicole Kidman basically looks like uh She basically looks like David Bowie the entire film, but David ah. Bowie from The Labyrinth. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's very strange. Um, I'm going to go ahead and give this movie... uh, Jeez, this is really hard to score. Because it's like... I don't even know. I'm going to give it a... What the hell did I watch out of Infinity? Can I do that? (laughs) No. Okay. Then I will give it an 8.5, I guess? Or a 9, even. Maybe I'm leaning towards a 9, but I'm going to go 8.5. Cool. I'd recommend it. It's just freaking weird, though. The last movie I saw was a movie with Emily Blunt, Danny DeVito, John Krasinski, Ian McKellen, Raven Simone, Sylvester Stallone, and Gilbert Gottfried, and Harvey Farnstein. What? Yep. And Gilbert Gottfried. That's the one that I was like, wait, okay. I, I promise you, it is an animation movie. That's why it's all ah, nice people. Ah, okay. That, okay. Ah, I tricked you there. A family must use a box of animal crackers to save the run-down circus from be taken over by their evil uncle Horatio P. Huddington. Uh, it's called Animal Crackers. Uh, it is from this year, and I really, really, really recommend this movie. Uh, it's gotten. Uh, this is also one of those movies that it's like it's gotten not that ga- good reviews. It's got a, a five out of five. No, five point five on uh, IMDb. That's not good. Well, it's it's in the middle of the road, but yeah. Yeah, five point five is that good. Uh, <sighs> check the the Rotten Tomato score, but. I really, I really, I really enjoy it. I thought it was funny. Uh, I, 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 I thought it was a, a fun-loving movie that doesn't need to be taken too uh, serious. Okay. Uh, it's, it's not uh, actually on Rotten Tomatoes, but an audience score of 88%. Uh, but I would say uh, eight. Oh, okay. Out of 10. Nice. Yeah. What was the Animal name of that crackers. one again? Say Animal it again. Crackers. Animal crackers. Oh, animal crackers. Right. Yeah. Yes. That's what I watched. All right. That was a lot of movies we just covered. We covered so much TV Ooh. and movies. Uh, so let's cover another movie. Yes, it's the audio trailer for Peppermint. Who's my girl? My girl has. Oh, it's lover. Jennifer Garner. Hmm. You don't like her, do you? I don't know what it is. I've just never really been a fan. You know what I think it is? It's Daredevil. That's probably what did it. Oh, yeah. That movie oh. shit. This is Norris. I'm very sorry for your loss. We have three suspects in custody. Okay. Is this a revenge movie? These cartels are no joke. Is that what you're getting so far? 
Yeah. You've been through a terrible tragedy. I don't know that the title really fits so far. That's him. Maybe you've made a mistake. Number three, number five, number four. They didn't. Is it possible that your recollection isn't what you thought it was? The evidence is insufficient. I like her haircut. Over for trial. When uh, she's um. I'm the stander. Sure, I guess. I'm wondering what the explanation of the beginning. She's got long hair and then she's got short hair here. I guess. Completely off the grid. Was she in jail? Is that what happened? They don't make women cut their hair when they go to jail, do they? No. Today's the five-year anniversary of her family's murder. She's back. It's definitely a revenge film. I told you so. Is this like a right-wing, like anti uh, MS, uh, anti Mexican gang kind of movie? It's the prequel to the Purge. <laughs> Didn't they already make that? Yeah. Watching someone take everything from you, it turns you into somebody else. Social media is lit up with support for her. She's a multiple homicide suspect. Oh, social media did? Okay. Not to them, she's I hate it when people say those things. Social media went crazy. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? The ones and zeros were going nuts. And then I'll pretty much wing it from there. Yep. This is a revenge movie. So was she <laughs> named Peppermint? The kid, yeah. I'm sure. Oh, the kid. Oh, yeah. or I thought yeah. uh, Jennifer Garner was maybe named Peppermint. Um, I guess we'll find out in the description. Mm. Riley North awakes from a coma after surviving... Oh, maybe that's why she cut her hair. For the coma. That would make sense if she was in the hospital, right? Uh, after surviving a brutal attack that killed her husband and daughter, when the system shields the murderers from justice, Riley sets out to transform herself from citizen to urban gorilla. Uh, so, yeah, her name's Riley, not Peppermint. So I really don't understand that whole thing. Mm. Uh, 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb. 13 hot yeah. percents on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. And people ask, why are, is it called Peppermint? Do you know why it's called Peppermint? No, I just said I don't know. Do you know? Just said Peppermint. Menta plus Paprita, also known as Menta Balmica World, is a hybrid mint. <laughs> They ask what, what Oh, I see. <laughs> you see what I did there? I see what you did there. Took me a second, too. <laughs> so, uh, I always go first. So, why what the hell is you water first? mint, by the way? <laughs> uh -huh. Uh -huh. But, uh, yeah, why don't you go first for once? Right, uh, let's see. I kind of... This one's a little... Oh, right, I went to the Facebook. Sorry, I'm a little lost. Uh, I got one that's got a, uh, somebody who responded to it. I always like those ones. Todd Rawl says, America, where you can be against guns and make a movie profiting off guns and can't wait to watch it for free because it looks like a movie I won't like. And then Christy uh, responds to this. Oh, my God, gun control is not against gun owners. It's meant that gu It's just meant that gun control... They are 
all about everyone being licensed and tested and no ban for the mentally ill from owning guns. But <laughs> he never said anything about gun control. And she's like, just goes off on this guy about it. I thought it was funny. But I, fa I found actually a, a review from Christy. She says, awesome movie. Pay no attention to the BS hate reviews from a bunch of men that can't handle a woman action flick. This movie is fantastic. They get it right. Uh, they get right to it. No drag outs. They tell the story to a quick, uh, to it quick, and after the action packs fun. Cool. Are you ready for my um, fun one? Okay. I found some fun ones. Uh, James W. gave it four and a half star and said, Very good movie that proves that Donald J. Trump was right. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a very good point. Art imitating reality. Stuff like this does happen and it just gets worse and worse without some sort of government checks and balances. Build the wall and have government. Mandate ID. God bless America. This public announcement was brought by your uh, friendly neighborhood Russian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. That was really good. I did uh, see a lot of that kind of stuff on the Facebook. Is just like people fighting back and forth about gun control on the uh, about this movie and then women's like women's empowerment as well it's like for some reason this movie is i don't know people like to fight about it i don't know uh then i found a five star review uh, from paul c critics gave nine to see it three percent to revenge from 2018 go and see that movie it's really really good by the way uh a film which uh, a female protagonist uh, gets even with white hillbilly types. Audience score was 55. Yet they give 13% to far superior peppermint. Could it because all the female producers <laughs> get revenge with, uh, with MS13 uh, types? What matter? What's the matter, critics? Too close with reality? Question mark? Uh, I found another one. Uh, Jim Freeling says, This is totally an incomplete ripoff of The Punisher. I can't believe they aren't getting sued for this. Can't wait for their next movie. It's about a guy whose parents get killed when he's a kid, and he devotes his life to fighting crime just as a scary bat. <laughs> How can they get away with such a blatant ripoff? It wasn't even a good ripoff. Her acting seemed off, like she wasn't right in the role, and there was almost no story. Big thumbs down. Oh, yeah. Well, the other <laughs> movies came out this week. Uh, God bless the broken road. I find that funny because I I I actually really really like the Rascal Flex uh, song, and that's the first thing that comes up. Okay, I don't even know that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know it because it was. Uh, uh, the the uh, it was the audio uh, it was in the movie Hannah Montana the movie oh okay of course oh, then yeah. then why yes. wouldn't you know it <laughs> come on I love Hannah Montana <laughs> okay uh, 
God Bless the Open Road has gotten a 4 out of 10 on IMDb, 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 2 out of 5 uh, from Common Sense Media. See, I, mine uh, says 5 out of f- 5 out of 5 on Facebook. Oh, cool. Yep. Weird. Uh, it has Jordan Sparks in it. Uh, Kim Delaney, Lindsay Pulsper, Madeline Carroll, and Robin Givens. And it is all about Amber. Ideal life is shattered when she loses her husband uh, to the war in Afghanistan. Two years later, she finds herself uh, in the struggle to save her home while providing for a nine-year-old daughter, Bree, an up-and-coming car driver, uh, driver, Koji Jackson, rolls into town. See what they did there? Because she he was a car drive racer, uh, driver, he rolls into town. Yeah, uh, that's mm. kind of what race car drivers do, yeah. Yeah, Amber and Bree uh, becomes wrapped in... Up in the pedal uh, to the metal way in his life. Jesus oh my gosh! Christ, who wrote this shit? I, I don't know. I want to. I want to like kill that. Burn my ears now that I've yes. listened to you. With her fate hanging in the balance, Amber is forced to decide between between the broken road she knows well, as or uh, trusting in the new path that God has provided. Oh, oh. This is definitely a movie for me. I think they made this <laughs> just for me, actually. <laughs> I, I, oh, I'm still going to watch this movie just because you go to... <laughs> It's going to be bad. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. going to be bad. How did this and the, the movie I'm going to talk about come out at the same time? Uh, the Nun. Uh, yeah. When a young nun at... A, at a cloistery abbey in Romania takes her own life, a priest with a haunted past and a uh, novation on the threshold of her final vows are sent by the Vatican to investigate. Together they uncover the order's unholy secret, risking not only their lives, but their faith and their very souls. Uh... This is uh, in the uh, Conjuring series, of course. Okay. 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb. Starring... 4.1 out of 5 on Facebook. Oh, I'm seeing 4.2. Weird. Okay. Oh. It's weird. Okay. Uh, Tasia Formiga, Bonnie Ahrens, Damien Bashir. I think I've actually heard of him. Um, directed by... Corning Hardy. So, yeah. Which ones yeah. of these three movies do we want to see? Oh, definitely. God bless the broken road. <laughs> 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 just, just, just to fucking annoy you. <laughs> just to annoy me. I, I, I honestly no, don't really think I want to see any Pepper. of these movies. So that's my... If I was at gunpoint, I'd probably watch The Nun. I would watch the pepper peppermint. Oh, okay. I think that looks like crap, but that's just me. Mm. Hey, there's a pay per view nobody cares about this weekend. There's a pay per view, uh, right? It's in Australia, right? Right. Yep. Pay per view in Australia. 
it's uh, that's the only pay per view they fucking talk about. So that's <laughs> yeah, that pay per view. It must be it. No, we're talking about Hell uh, in a Cell. But uh, before we do that, what did you think about Raw and SmackDown this week? Uh, Jeff Hardy's opening uh, little uh, promo on SmackDown this week was so bad. Oh, I'm I mean, so glad I haven't watched it yet. Okay, yeah, well, it's just like the you know he does the n- normal opening twenty minute promo or whatever, but it's Jeff Hardy oh, and he's never God. been good at promos. I mean, that's not like well, I, nobody likes Jeff Hardy because of promos. You know what I mean? So, right. but they put him out there for twenty minutes, something like that. Um, they're definitely ruining Carmella. I'll tell you that, but you'll have to watch SmackDown to understand what I mean. I don't want to mm. ruin anything, but uh, and then Raw. We got a lot of Triple H versus Undertaker, and that was it. <laughs> and uh, Mick Foley made himself into a special guest referee today. Right. Uh, and, sure. For some fucking reason. They kind of blew it, because they did this video package of Mick Foley and Undertaker, like Hell in a Cell, which is like, right. I guess it, it's, you know. But then they have him come out and say, I'm going to be the special guest referee. It was kind of like, okay. Right. Yeah. So... Then we first we go with Dolph Ziggler and Drew, Dac- Drew McIntyre against Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, and this is for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Right, I picked uh, Ziggler and McIntyre. Um, yeah. They're not going to give it to Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose right away. I don't see the reason for that. Then we have Daniel Bryan versus Brie Bella versus uh, Miss and Maurice. Right, Daniel Bryan and Bella. What did I? Uh, oh, I said Miss and Maurice, but I wrote Eminem, which is another <laughs> tag team, but it is kind of uh, Eminem. Then I pick B and B. Oh yeah, B and B versus Eminem. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then we have Charlotte Flair uh, versus Becky Lynch, and this is for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'll let you go first. I'm going with Charlotte. I also said Flair, so I'll stick with that one. Never bet against Flair on a pay-per-view. No, especially when she just got the fucking one. Right, just got the title. But Becky also just turned heel, so I don't know. Mm Mm-hmm. Then we have Jeff Hardy versus Randy Orton. Oh, Jesus Christ. I said AKA Orton. Pee break. Pee break. Well, it's a Hell in a Cell match, but... Yeah. Hell in a Cell matches are only so exciting, really. It's so excited. Uh, uh, I can't hide it. Uh, uh, I'm going with Jeff, I guess. Because okay. I don't care. I just don't want Orton to win. <laughs> I think he's going to, though, so... Yeah, sadly. Then we have the New Day uh, against Rusev and Aiden English. And this is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Holy fuck, I wish they gave it to Rusev and Aiden English. But uh, I'm going with the New Day. I also said New Day, yep. Yeah. It's sad, though. I'm just I I'm like in my head I can't see any way they would give it to the Rusev in English. I don't know. Like I can't even see like how they would cheat and have it 
Hmm. The only thing I see is Rusev and English splitting up. That's what I see. So right, right. That's what I think is going to happen as well. That's so funny that we think it exactly the same. All right. Uh, then let's go with Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss, and this is for the Raw or Raw Women's Championship. I'm going to pick Ronda, and I guess I'll say Bliss. Really? I guess so. Hmm. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. I might Are be wrong, but sure. I have a feeling they might want to do something like some kind of run-in where Ronda gets beat, like, by, you know... She doesn't have to get pinned or anything. She, she just got it last. I know, I know. But, that it, yeah, I feel I feel like they could do it, though. Okay, if you say so. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe, and this is for the WWE Championship. Oh, me first? Uh, I said Joe. Yeah. We agree on that. Okay. Um, because, I mean, he, he, she, AJ Styles kind of cheated the last time, so. And Joe has just been really good lately, so I can see them yeah. putting it on him. Uh, and then... It's, uh, AJ gets a rematch anyways, so the feud still continues. Uh, so I can see, yeah. And I would enjoy that. I would enjoy the feud continuing because I oh, like yeah. these two guys wrestling. So, Yeah, me too. And then we have the main event. Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman uh, with special guest referee Mick Foley. And it says, this is Strowman's money in the bank cash-in. So It is. It's kind of dumb but, uh, that he's a heel, and he did that before they turned him heel, but I guess whatever. Uh, I'm going to tell you something really, really sad. Okay. Roman Reigns is going to win. Oh. I said Stro-Person, so I'm going to stick with Stro-Person. Yeah, you are wrong, though, but... <laughs> You're wrong, but all right, that's fine. Yeah. It's it's sad. I think McFoley. The thing with McFoley is like he's going to do do it because, and then he comes back and Braun Strowman is like, "Why did you help uh, Roman Reigns?" Oh, he's going to help Foley, Roman Reigns. All right. Yes, yes, and McFoley will say like, "I did what was best for business because I missed my job," and then Stephanie comes out and. Gives Mick Foley his old job back. Right, and then I guess Strowman could also get a rematch because Stephanie's right. a heel and she could give a rematch because Mick Foley screwed him or whatever. That makes sense. Right. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. I, I guess I can see that. Sure. <laughs> That's why. I, I just think I, I made some wild ones here, like Bliss and Strowman. Because they're def like everything seems way too obvious, so something weird mm -hmm. has to happen. That's my right. mindset. So, yep. Right. I might be, you know, well, uh, throwing the long ball, but we'll see what happens. So, what should our um, what should our uh, tiebreaker? A tiebreaker be? Uh, 
We could do if Mick Foley gets involved. Like, if Mick, if Mick Foley throws a punch or, like, uh, in any way against either person. Is it okay that I say yes, then? Sure. Okay, you're saying you say yes, no? and I'll say no. I don't mind. Yeah. Okay. You just, can you just call, uh, call sits in the middle? He has to get physically involved. Like, he has to, you know, pull out right. Mr. Sacco and put it in somebody's mouth or punch somebody. Or, right. It's not, he can't right. just, like, there can't be a ref bump. And that doesn't right. count. Right, okay. No, I, I totally agree. He has to be the aggressive person. Aggressor, right, okay. Totally. Yes, yeah. yes. then we agree. Yeah. So, are we going to watch it together this Sunday? Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah? Yep, I'll okay. be here. Cool. I'm assuming it starts early again, so... Yep, long, one of these long pay-per-views, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, just audibletrial.com forward slash another digital citizen. Go get a free trial of Audible and a free book. It helps us out. And uh, if you want to hear my Hell in a Cell prediction one more time, you can listen to that wrestling show with Bill and me. And I will talk about more about wrestling as well. Coming up next week, we will have news of the week. We will have Hell in the Cell results, funny enough. Uh, another digital review of White Boy Rick. We will have the Castle Rock 10 finale. Aww. Right. Aww. But I'm guessing we're going to get a second season. I have not seen any kind of, like, definite... Uh... Nope. So long. It's Anything, been... but it, it seems like we could get a second episode. Yeah. Or a second I... season, I mean, sorry. I hope so. It was that good. So, I don't mind it. And then we will talk about 11BX 1371. What is that? Uh, 11BX 1371 is an early 2015 viral video sent to GadgetZZ.com, a Swedish tech blog that publicized it. It's a black and white... Uh, the black and white segment is two minutes in length, uh, and its title came from plain text, a plain text of base 64 string written on a DVD. Uh, and we'll talk about this video because it's all about... It has all this weird encryption and stuff in it. Very mysterious video. And it's creepy as hell. It is very creepy. Yes. Well... From United States of America and United States of Norway, this has been episode 153 of Another Digital System. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, citizen. 